Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm the executive producer here, John Bates, uh, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I'd like to thank our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty, without whom we wouldn't be able to do much, uh, especially not all the content that we put forward now. I also want to thank all the people that have joined on with us since the, I would say, successful uh, experiment that was Midsummer Night's Dream. If you're interested in that, go check out our YouTube channel, where youtube.com slash Sinstaku, where we performed the world's first, as far as we're aware, live stream production of a community theater uh, performance of A Midsummer Night's Dream. That sounds like a lot of qualifiers. It's more just because that's the way I talk. Please go enjoy them, give us feedback, let us know if you'd like to see more of that in the future. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. You can also follow us on Twitter at Final Show Films or follow me personally at John A. Bates for all future updates and live notifications for our live stream. In the meantime, sit back, relax, enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eberron, Heirs of Destiny. I am Jeremy. I am the Dungeon Master, Storyteller, Game Master, etc., 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 leading this group through Keith Baker's wonderful world of Eberron in a fifth fifth edition setting. I can say words. Uh, We're going to go ahead and introduce everybody now, and we will start with John. I'm John. I'm playing Sethanoth Volande, the half-elven eldritch knight. And Corvus? Hi, I'm Corvus. I'm playing Alex, the human artificer wizard. And Antitonic? Hi, I am Antitonic, and I am playing Tanari, the elven ranger. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Kelazar de Thrash, the the half-orc warlock. And we are without uh, uh, Navarin, who plays Ram, our Warforged, and Zagreg, who plays Kira, our Human Warlock. Um, so, previously on Heirs of Destiny, if you've listened to the previous episode, this recap might sound very familiar, because it's almost identical until the end, for reasons that will become clear once we hit the end. Um, the party had returned to Sharn after a whole adventure in Stormhold. Uh, The group had returned in order to turn their attention to something that had been simmering for some time, uh, opposing Merrick's to Canis plots. Uh, The leader of of Canis South was secretly creating Warforged in violation of the Treaty of Thronehold, and several members of the party felt a moral obligation to stop him and help out the fledgling race, including Ram, who wanted to try and find a way to allow his people to continue going on. Uh, the group met with Aaron DeCaneth, the excoriated scion of House Caneth, who uh, mo- the, most of the world thought dead. Aaron had told the group that he thought he had discovered the general location of the secret creation forge underneath Shard. The group did a logistics discussion and named several possible members who, uh, of allies and the like who could accompany them, though not all of them were necessarily viable. Uh, Aaron also got Alex's reasons for being involved and asked Ram what he wanted out of the whole thing, the answer of which was to be master of his own destiny. Meanwhile, Tenari was having a difficult time with things. Uh, After conversation with Zaz, she contacted Edwin by sending the hat a brief back and forth that way. 
Uh, Tenari then spoke with Ram with Alex as a mediary and apologized for previously delivering some rather harsh and, and, and judgmentally kind of words. Um, and then we had last episode where Kella had a conversation with Kira, very vaguely discussing their respective statuses as servants of, of greater entities. <laughs> Uh, there's also a, a, a brief interjection with Zaz, who suggested after conversation had turned to the, um, the, the previous situation involving, well, still active, but previous situation involving, uh, Arandis Vol and her connection to the group that perhaps that should be taken elsewhere to a less, to a more private setting than the downstairs of the cracked mirror. Uh, Zaz then talked with Kella a little bit, sort of explained how how connected the group. Uh, Zaz felt a particular connection to this group, and how if Kella ultimately got them all killed, <laughs> Zaz might take issue with that. And Zaz is a very dangerous person. Um. And and as the group was about to do shop, some shopping, that episode got cut off early because my internet decided to get bent over a desk by Comcast. So, the official position of Ebron in my world is fuck Comcast. Regardless, that's where we left off. Yay. So. You guys, it actually serves to do do a good recap for for John, who's not been here for the last couple episodes. I think. I have no idea anymore. It's been a while. Um, so you guys are all still in the cracked mirror. It is. <laughs> are we still interested in going shopping? I mean, you we can either yeah, go shopping or we can pretend we went shopping. <laughs> You were in the you were in the cracked mirror, um, up in your room, if I recall, doing some Sethy thing. Sethy thing. I, I mean, thought Seth went to uh, get a separate place. Seth sort of paced out as he usually does to a different uh, inn, and we that's were right. in that's the midst right. of that's walking. Right. A different inn. Um. Yeah, because we had left last game. That's right. We had left. We had picked up last game, sort of the next morning ish. Can I pause in Regardless. the cracked mirror before I piece off to another inn? I mean, we can say you are just on your way heading back. Okay. Because I want to talk to Zess. Okay. So yeah, you are on your way back. Your inn in question that you usually choose was full for the night. I mean, that won't stop me from finding a different inn. I'm still not going to stay at the Cracked Mirror, but... <laughs> okay. So you get back... So, yeah, you... About the time that the group is... The group is upstairs and currently talking about what they want to do, and you walk into... Walk into the... Uh, the main floor... Uh, wave at Zaz. Usual group of people. Yep, Zaz is Zaz is actually just in the process of having having um uh come out of the back room. Okay. Uh, looks over at you. 
Um, Tilts their head a little bit curiously. Head over that way, saying hello to the same four people that I normally say hello right. to. And hey, Zaz, um, just out of curiosity, has there been a message left for me? Not that I am aware of. Are you expecting one? Yes, I'm expecting as I find the name in my notes. I just expecting some a level of contact from a man named Oric. Ah, uh, no, I have not actually. Ah, uh, or I've no, you. No person has left a message. Okay. Um, I will definitely keep an eye out. If you would. Uh, yes. It's sensitive information, so. Uh, Not a problem. Yeah. How you been? I've been well, uh, as well as can be. Um, Sharn is as Sharn is. Things. It's never boring here. Um, but. There is sort of a constant stagnant, I wouldn't say stagnant, but a constant steady rise and fall of things. And, and we are, we're currently in a bit of a down. So I cannot, I cannot complain too badly. I don't have anything about to come to fruition at the moment. Well, uh, a few, I'm... few irons in the fire here and there. Certain you'll fix that. I'm going to go find them now, and I'll talk to you later. Wonderful. Uh, they are upstairs, I believe. Cool. cool. Um, I met your your new new buddy person. Yes. Yeah. They seem interesting. They were having a very interesting conversation with Kira. Out loud down here. It was uh, it was fine. It was mostly it was just too uh, two warlock sharing their experiences. It was kind of actually sort of amusing to me because it was two people. I don't want to tell you. I, I want to tell you about myself, but I don't want to tell you much because I don't think you should know much. Interesting. I want to tell you a lot, and I want to find out a lot, a lot about you, but I don't want to tell you very much either. Sounds like Edwin in stereo. Huh? Sounds like Edwin in stereo. I mean, no, 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 no. Edwin wa Edwin is a very different sort of piece. Edwin is built on... I love Edwin. Edwin is built on... Um, Caution and paranoia in equal measures, and it's always interesting to me which of those would weigh out or wins out in any particular situation. Did they tell you where Edwin was, by the way? I don't remember whether they said anything. That's DM thing. Um, I am aware. Not. Yeah, I am aware where Edwin is. Cool. Want to make sure. I think that will be most interesting, and I'm curious to see how how that plays out. Um, I might just decide to send a little bit of help up there because 
Well, Stormhold is always a place that could be lucrative for expansion. Well, I hope you have just all the fun in the world. We'll see. Right. I'm going to go find them now, because they're yep. probably right now in the middle of debating whether or not they're going to go with plans A through D, and probably not going to go with any of them. So, talk to you later. I'm going to head upstairs. Have fun! Yeah, about this time, you guys are just in the press of, okay, let's go <laughs> shopping. Doom, doom, doom. I'll open the door if no one else does. Would Zaz typically knock? Yes, Zaz always knocks. That you have a, at any point that you have seen him enter the room, he always knocks. <laughs> I will go and open the door. Why do you guys open the door? Yo! Close the door. <laughs> uh, I... Okay. <laughs> Do I use magic out of pettiness? Hmm. I feel like it, I feel like it's not a game with Seth and Arth in it if Seth and Arth doesn't use magic out of pettiness. Uh, I mean, Alex will sort of, like, look at what happened, assuming that, like, Tanari walks away from the door again. Is this a... Is, is, is this a room that has a window? That they're in? Uh, I don't think that you guys have a window in your room where you do your secret discussions. I don't no. know. I didn't pick the room. <laughs> does, does Tanari it's the same room you like... guys have always had. Zaz keeps it keeps okay. it steady for you guys at this point. What does Tanari do after after she closes the door? Uh, walk back to the group saying, oh, they had the wrong room. <laughs> Kella will walk up, open the door. I do like the idea that Kella opened the door and it was Seth and Tanari walked over and shut it. <laughs> I'm just sort of standing either I'm way. Sort of standing there with electricity uh, uh flowing around my hand going, Oh cool, I thought I was gonna have to bust the lock. I <sighs> could you not upset your guardian at this moment? Oh I, I am apparently folks are wrong foot. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's planning? We were thinking about going shopping. Apparently, basic supplies are running a little low for some, and magical accessories are always very useful. They are, they are, they are. Does that work for you? Yeah, sure. Um, Seth? Yes? Have you picked up a light crossbow in your uh, uh, bag of all of the things that aren't nailed down? I open up my I open up my bag of holding. I pull out a heavy crossbow and two light crossbows and sort of dump them on the floor. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I might I might take that off your hands if you're not using it or one of those. Sure. Here, have uh I reach in, grab a sack full of bolts. Uh 50 <laughs> bolts. Uh a batch, I'm sure that's plenty. Thanks. <laughs> And then grab the other two crossbows and cool. put them away. So, Alex, finally, 15 levels later, has the light crossbow she's been keeping an eye out for since level one. <laughs> she's had it. Because I, like, haven't had, like, a non-magical oh. thing I can do in combat, 
and I was like, oh, I'm I'm qualified. I'm I've got the uh, proficiency for light crossbow. I should keep an eye out for that. It's not. A, I don't need it in a hurry, but all over the fucking. No, I remember we were in Aranel, and Alex couldn't find one that was like either within budget or. Uh, I did, or something. At various times, it's we either not had the money or we've just not had one. And it's been like somebody drops like a regular size one, and it's like, oh, well, okay, never mind. And it's just I keep I really like, to ask. I think it would be even funnier if 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 Alex had spent this whole time just looking for like four darts and finally got them at level fifteen. But yeah, light crossbow works too. Um, uh, um, by the way, uh, great DM in the sky. Did we ever figure out what this statue of Raven, statue of a Raven is? I know it's magic, and that's all I know according to my notes. I didn't know we had that. <laughs> I, I believe. I seem to recall that Alex did identify it at one point. I feel like it got identified, but I don't know what it got identified as, or did if it? I even still have it. Was that was that as far back as when we were on the train and I was identifying a bunch of stuff? I have no idea where this came from. Oh, yeah. No, that is... It's a figurine of wondrous power. Yeah. That's right. Silver Raven. That's right. Who... Did, did I ever give that to anybody? I don't know. I, I don't keep not. Uh, I barely keep track literally... of my own PC's shit. I don't keep track of my I think, if I remember right, at that point, Kira expressed interest. I don't remember if you said, yeah, sure, have it, or if it went in the we'll distribute it later pile. This is this is one of these, like, turns You're into the one a with thing, right? Oh, wait, that one doesn't even list the right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's Also, a, it's... on a side note, can I have a silver raven? It's very aesthetic for my character. <laughs> Assuming that it's not actually in Kira's inventory, yes, you can have the statue. <laughs> I, just I just realized that I had it in my bag, and we I never wrote down what it was. <laughs> there. Now it has the correct. Becomes a raven for 12 hours. Cool. Oh, and has and, and, and a messenger or something. Cool. Great. Sure, we'll pass that over to Kella. I mean, thematically yeah. fit. Yeah, that that is why you I need, asked. You're gonna it. have a whole you're... Damn it. whole I murder, a murder of ravens, but it's not a murder of ravens; it's a murder of crows. Ah, uh, so yeah, yeah uh, shopping's cool. Do we know what we're doing after that? Oh, that's right. It's a conspiracy of ravens. Yes. <laughs> Because ravens have the best things. Also, fits the investigator very well. Yep. Yeah. Um, I believe the plan. I believe, as we sort of kind of talked about last time, my recollection is we don't have much we can do. We were going to try to find people or resources that we want to contribute to this thing, which. Alex has run out of ideas because all of her ideas are people who you can't really trust. And Keller was going to do some investigation to find out when um, Merrick was at various public events so we could oh, yep. eliminate those times as times where we don't want to attack him because he's not going to be there. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. That if was the that extent of the planning still, that I remember. Yeah, if that is still something that is useful and wanted and is not just going to complicate things further, but is actually going to further our plans. 
I can do that. I probably have the best shot doing that. No offense, but I have seen all of you in vaguely social situations alone. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that is said, staring at Kira. <laughs> Uh, I mean, while they are, uh, when we're talking about potential allies that could help us with this whole Merrick's problem, um, I know many of the people that we know probably aren't good fits for it. Um, well, we do know someone who, while not necessarily them personally, does apparently puppeteer one of the larger, uh, criminal organizations in the Lower Shard. Actually, no two people that do that. Though one, technically, none of you guys are supposed to know about that one, so I shouldn't tell you about that one. The other one, though... Can I figure out from that comment what he means? I mean, sure. Um, Insight? I feel like... I mean, are you trying to figure out who he's talking about or 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 what... Seth is getting at. He might be referring that to... That would be more of a history role. Okay. Fine. I, I guess the question would be, if you're, if you're asking about... I'm everything. It's fine. If you're asking about what, which one, the largest, one of the larger criminal organizations in Lower Sharn, fine. or the one you're not supposed to know about. <laughs> so, a 25 is good. John, who are you talking about? I lost track. Uh, I'm talking about... Uh, I'm talking about... <laughs> What's her name? Uh, who uh, 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 that? Elmari. Yeah, that apparently that apparently has the leader of the Malians. Apparently has Gazlak by the nuts. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think she came up in the discussion with Aaron. Yes, there was some discussion but, about that. Like um, most. But it was sort of one of the, like, that was sort of what uh, I meant when Al- I said Alex doesn't, all of Alex's suggestions were people that you, we can't really trust because they're all house members and so, probably have their own agendas going on, which I guess is just true of literally everybody in this world. That's kind of the point of Eberron, right? But, <laughs> so, first, um, uh, uh, Kella... You are, you actually are fairly knowledgeable about most of the criminal players in Sharn. Um, not that you're based out of Sharn, but let's be honest. Sharn is one of the biggest places of intrigue and criminal activity. Not that there's criminal activity all over the place, because there is, but one of the biggest places of criminal act, of organized criminal activity concentrated in Corvair. Mm-hmm. And so it's obviously something that a, a a titan of industry like House Thrashk in 
the business of bounty hunting would be aware of. <laughs> um, there are three main criminal organizations within Shark. There is, um, well, no, four. I'm sorry, there are four. The, and, and you are actually aware of all four of them instead of the three that most people are. There are there is uh the 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 group that was um uh Gazak actually is not one of the big ones. He's in charge of a group, but it's not uh, I, I I was also referring to it because he's in charge of Malian's Gate. Yes, yes. Large. he is he is in charge of Malian's Gate for sure. The groups are there's uh the Boromir clan which is a group of halflings that are, um, well, largely halflings, not just them. But they are one of the biggest powers in terms of size and, um, in terms of size and, and just seniority and reputation, etc. They, they are, you're pretty much your typical thieves cult. They're very much into uh, uh, robbery, and, uh, kidnappings, and thuggery, and all that sort of stuff. Um, they don't do a lot of assassination work, mostly because there is another group that has sort of claimed jurisdiction over it, and it frankly is much better. There's a little competition between them. But that group is House Tarkanan, which is an organization made up of uh, a very, very, it's a very small organization, but it's made up of assassins and thieves that specialize very specifically in killing for hire and have some particular services. They have a way of killing people without, that makes it impossible to resurrect them. That's obviously very expensive. Um, the third group is closer in size to Clan Boromir. Um, Boromar, sorry. It's not a named after a Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, the, the third one is known as Dask. They are a criminal organization. This is the group that um, that Gazlak is part of. He doesn't control it. He is sort of in charge of the of the Melian's Gate area of it. To 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 Seth's mind, he wouldn't be able to differentiate that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> as far as Seth is concerned, he's probably he's the leader of Das. Yeah. Um, they are. It is a large group of so-called monstrous races that large that, that very heavily come out of Droam and in places like that um and they are very aggressive they're they are a very new group they are have a very heated rivalry with clan Boromir. um and then the final group is one that very few people know about they're called the Tyrants, and it is a guild of shapeshifters who are um, 
do a lot. They are sort of the 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 height of information gathering among criminal elements in Sharn. Um, if there's anything you want to know in terms of uh, just getting information on who on 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 just about anything, blackmail, um, uh, espionage, sabotage. That's their specialty. You don't know much about the tyrants. You don't know who's how big it is, who's in it, anything like that. You are simply aware of the group. Um. Um. So, like, if we're looking for muscle, someone could probably talk to Gaslack. Though, I guess, um, I could, I could go talk to Morrance. That they're a smaller gang, but. If you pay her so, well enough, she'll keep her into the bargain. That is fair, and you certainly are more of a local than me. But you specifically brought me on board because I am quite talented with the talking to people and the understanding political ramifications. So, if you tell me the things that the rest of the group already knows... I can help us work through whether or not those are options. Well, the rest of the group doesn't really know Morinth. I don't think any, no, none of you have met her. Um, as for Gazlak, uh, what's her name? I, that Larraway? I, Ilmari. Uh, Ilmari. Yeah, Dethrani. Um, she apparently has some level of control over Gazlak, who is a big, a big runner, uh, in Dask. Uh, and that, 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 that'd be, that'd be not a bad place to look for some muscle if that's what we need to deal with the forge. Um. She, she already knew a bit about Merrick, Merrick's, didn't she? That's yeah, what, she, like, she, she, she's, she's all she, in on, she brought us in. She's all yeah, in on she helping told you guys it. back during the, during the, the whole ga- visit to Gaslack's place <laughs> that, she was aware that you guys have 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 an agenda against Merrick. Um, she didn't reveal exactly how much she knew, mm-hmm. but she said, "If you needed any help at all, I am more than happy." Because she is not a big fan of whatever. She's not a big fan of Merrick's and doesn't trust him. Right. So. From- She would definitely have motivation to help us. Yeah. I guess we're just back to the can we trust her to not stab us in the back when we're done? I mean, we can trust her not to stab us in the back when we're done because we've been useful to her. Uh, and use use goes a long way. So, from the little you've told me, she's Therani. She's interested in her house's motivations. She he doesn't like or would prefer either for her family's perspective or for her personal vendettas is to see Merrick out of power. She's affiliated with Elmari, who's another her side of Kana, part of another side of Kana. Uh, well, I agree uh, that Elijah. she would be a power... She is Elmari, affiliated with Elijah, to clarify. Yes. As we've discussed, names. Yeah. 
I I I don't think Eladra Nilmari sound that Eladra Nilmari Elda uh what's the third one? Uh no. Elaraway. <laughs> I get those three mixed up all the time. Eladrin and Elaraway, I will give you. To be fair, Eladrin was not my name. That was Keith <laughs> <No>. Baker. <laughs> I'm the person who built the shitty names around them. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, that aside and thank you voices of the universe um <laughs> if we are concerned about bringing house members in on this and particularly houses are bound by the Treaty of Thornhold old houses have specific motivations to potentially not want to upset the power balance. She is a very dangerous person to bring in. She is very powerful. That said, it is ultimately up to all of you and I would advise at least waiting for Ram to get back, especially given that your contact specifically dissuaded us from reaching out to those affiliated with the houses. Well, aside from her, uh, I could, like I said, I could uh, get in contact with Morinth. Uh, she's the leader of a small but energetic gang uh, out of Fallen. Uh, she's she's good people. As long as she gets paid well enough, she's not going to. She's not likely, like ninety percent, not likely to uh, stab you in the back. Uh, right. And Sean, those seem like good odds. Now, me and her work, definitely worse odds out there. Me and her worked together mm. before. Is she someone who? Would I suppose part of my question, and perhaps this is another thing I missed, is what do we need? Do we need muscle? Do we need people who can break locks with magic? Do we need need a few powerful fighters? Do we, we need a lot of skirmishers, a distraction force? And how much can you cover up? I guess a lot of that is going to depend on what the where that where we're going, what the plan is, which so we're sort of relying on uh, uh, Aaron to provide. Um, but, Aaron is providing you with the location. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not providing Aaron you with the plan. Providing the plan. So, yeah. Right, but if but there's a difference between if it's like a heavily fortified, like yes. heavily guarded place, and a place that's like just out of the way and really, really secure and secret and things like that. So, it, so I, I either wasn't there or was in a slight coma uh, at the time. <laughs> uh, did Aaron, you weren't there. Did, yeah. Did Aaron give us any details about lo- the location? Like, is it big, small, like tight corners, not... corridors? For reference, if, in, in case you guys need a reminder. Um, 
He did not have specifics on the location yet. He had a general idea that it was somewhere deep within Sharn. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a couple possibilities. He did not express where the couple possibilities were. Um, his assumption was that it would be well guarded because it had been expressed. Bronma's information that had been passed along that wow. House Kunderak had been employed assumedly to guard the secret forge. Right. How so... well guarded? Mm, we'll see. So we're looking at some place that has a reasonable guard presence. And I guess then, I guess the, just the how... What we need depends on how we want to approach it, whether we just, like, are trying to storm the place or, like, sneak in or um, whatever, right? Well, sneaking in, not that much of an option. I've seen you and Ram sneak. <laughs> um, that is entirely reasonable. Jeremy, to be fair, Ram can reconfigure himself now because I, Wayfinder's Guide. Do I, uh, uh, Jeremy, do I know... Um, as to what sort of guards Kundarak are. Are they the bring in a battalion to guard a small hut? Or are they oh, two or are they two level twenty fighters? Like that- I am gonna have you roll me this is <sighs> I am gonna have you roll me, I will make it a history roll. Um, Here we go. So, one thing I will raise about the possibility of storming the fortress is I haven't tooled around Sean as much as you have. I would suspect from the towns and cities I've been in that even in somewhere like Sean, starting a gang war might attract the notice of someone who... If you want to continue the secret production of Warforged thing, attack, attracting a lot of attention by blowing shit up and getting into a brawl might not be the best idea. If it's in a place where that would, where if it's if it was in a place where that would attract the attention of the guards, then people would already know about it. I'd imagine. So. The I'm not talking about the guard. I'll be perfectly frank. Sorry. That's okay. The information you have about Kundrak is basically what most people... Uh, Kundrak, specifically their guard stuff, is specific is what most people know. Yeah. Which is, that's one of their specialties. Yeah. They are, they are the warding. They're, they're, they have the, 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 they are the, the warding guild is one of the guilds that they operate. Um, they specialize in protective wards, security, things like that. In terms of their combatant or their 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 bodyguards are known for being perceptive. 
um, and are known for being fairly formidable. They're not on the level. There's two. Di- there's two different kinds of things that you're looking at here. There's House Deneath, for example, is a lot better than them at at like the skills that go along with like bodyguarding and mm-hmm. things like. That. Um. Whereas. So if it was something where where in terms of an assault type situation you'd probably want you probably want Denise because they they're they're more prepared for that. Kundarak is more like their soldiers might not be or their guards might not be that level of amazing but they have uh, security measures in place, typically, that make it a so, lot. Kundarak's yeah. harder to sneak through. Denier's harder to fight through. Yes. Right. Um, if I remember correctly, Merrick specifically warned us to be careful about... They probably have a lot of anti-scrying stuff. Aaron, I don't know Aaron, if that was... Or, yeah. It's all I right. Know. It's okay. Um, I wonder why I have trouble with the character named Aaron's so, name. What what we might want to think about. Um, no, we're not. I don't think we need to bring in like twenty bruisers at our back. Um, a small uh, a small group of allies probably would be enough. Um, we're not. It's it's going to be a lot harder to sneak into this place than it is to just roll up on it, like just flat out. Um, especially if it's already in an out-of-the-way place that people are having to search to find that hasn't been found already, they've probably cut, they've probably made it, and they've had enough time to make it, and Alex, it's your family, I'm sure that they, they could reshape the area around it if they needed to, uh, to make it nice and, nice and sneak-proof. Uh, limited entryways, limited exits, not a whole lot of, you know, not a whole lot of ways in and out that aren't guarded. Um, All right. But we're so going to have to punch through some people. People who are able to punch through, you need a small task force of capable folks who are able to get into a dust-up with probably at least some mages, but also potential bruisers. Yeah. So do, do you know, know any? That has that set of skills. Well, like I said, uh, for a smaller group of very enthusiastic people, Morinth of the Fallen Angels is probably a good person to talk to who is not affiliated, as far as I know, with any house, with any Dragon Mart houses. And like I said, Jeremy, 90% yeah. likelihood not going to stab you in the back. Jeremy, this is probably a long shot, and this is definitely something that's not in Edwin's notes. Um... Would I be familiar with this name at all? Ooh. We're talking you a small no. a fairly small You can roll me a history roll roll really, really well. You can say no. Better than that. <laughs> no. You do not. Okay. You've never heard of you've never heard of Moritz. Alright, if that's ah. Ram is not here to ask. Actually, Kel will say it. Um, it's a little awkward to not ask Ram. Um, 
do we know? I mean, we don't even know if she'll say yes yet, so. Yeah. The talk is right. to come first, regardless. Seeing if they'd be interested, what their price would be. Um. Fair. How do you know them? John, oh, uh, I assumed it was a... Well, uh, Morinth and I used to work together a long time ago. I may or may not have slept together on one or more drunken benders. Um, long that's the relevant time ago, part of this though. conversation? Or is I'm... that just bragging? No, that's... You asked how I know. That's how I know. We did... We have... We have... I have worked as muscle for her before in more ways than one. Lovely. Fair enough. As you all take a point of psychic damage from that <laughs> end. No, I mean, Kel is cool with the uh, I know someone because I slept with them thing. I, I work, I run, yeah. the, I run the courts sort of circuit. Well, yeah. That's the thing. Worked, worked with and slept with. Worked with and worked. Yeah, worked with and worked. And worked over. Um, anyways. And she's euphemisms for fucking she's, aside. She's cool. She's got she's got this gothic rocker vibe to her, but she's cool. And what that about is your as legitimately I'm, hilarious? As I'm as because I'm that you... is exactly the image yep. that I had in my head. My image in my head. And the image that you will be presented with, any X-Men fans out there, is basically Callisto. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why I named her Morinth in charge of the Fallen Angels. <laughs> Fallen Angels is a different book, uh, X-Men-related no. comic book that Callisto has no... I'm talking with. about the, the, the goth rocker vibe, though. <laughs> It does have intelligent, super powerful crabs. Lobsters. Lobsters. Uh, Auntie, you were saying Bill. Miss. Sorry. So, what about your dwarven friend, Branko? Branma? <laughs> Branma. Was I, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I mean, maybe she... I misheard. I'm sorry. When that came up before, you mentioned something about them being on Aranel? Yeah, she's an Arano. Was at least uh however many months ago that was that we left them there. Um, is that something we discussed that teleporting to Aranel without announcement is a bad idea. Is it does anyone know someone who travels to Aranel or has ambassadorship I mean, and might be able to get a message, see if Bronma is still um, I, can... I can think about it. <laughs> All right. I can call Valen's aunt or grandmother or whatever she was. All right. Or, or I could just literally go home. I mean, that, that'll take a while, though, won't it? I I threw out Bremer's name earlier, but I, in retrospect, it may not actually be that useful. Um, she was... Is it Kundra? Sorry, this is just out of character. Kundrak, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's okay. that, and that's the same guarding people. She was Kundrak, and she has some kind of history with Merrick's, uh, to, to make that 
very small uh, short story, I guess. Um, but I don't know if she would be... I mean, it's another person that we know that could help, but I don't know if they would help any more than anybody else. They, their contract connections are probably no longer... I believe they're no longer in contract. Uh, and we don't also don't know where she is. We left her on Arnel, uh with Valen, and then they presumably went off on their own somewhere else, I imagine. Okay. Um, I mean, bodies aside, uh, have you gotten all of the information out of her? I didn't get the full story. Bodies aside? Not uh, I, information as opposed to having them as a fighter. Right. Um, Do you know anyone... Uh, assuming this person isn't hiding from you, do you've mentioned someone's aunt, some grandmother, her I'm not going to ask, I understand it's Aranel. Yeah. I mean, Alara would know where they were. I... Someone who could at least get a message to them if they're still on Aranel and let them know we want to talk or specifically we want to follow up on something you told us. Something vague like that. Yeah. It, we could sending also, a message, a bad idea. We could always uh, approach through the Enclave. There are Enclave and Sharon? I would assume so. An Arenali enclave? There is. I I legitimately have no idea. I don't really. I don't have it that that those sections of Sharn all that much. And correct me if I don't know this. It's Sharn. I'd assume they have at least some ambassador stationed in this incredibly large city beyond the continent. If anybody didn't, it would be them, given how relatively isolationist they seem to be. But, yeah, Shanda is very big. Cool. So, sounds like we've got three objectives. One, shopping. Two, talking to Morant. Three, sending a message to Bradma and Valen via the consulate here. Four... Um, finding out when Marek has public appearances scheduled. Or that. Yeah, just, and just, and I guess just anything we know about, we can find out about Marek's that might be useful, but that, yeah. Cool. Like I said, unless there's specific things we want to know, my inclination is not to push too hard. Information I can get publicly, easily, basic gossip. If he's showing up at a gala or giving a speech at a, I don't know, building opening associated with the family, that's, I can't find that out without asking too hard. If I'm asking about, when does he have his next doctor's appointment? Yeah, that's gossip. That's gossip. It's going to get me a little more nervous. No, no, that's fair. I just mean more like, huh, he has this like, he has on his calendar a golf appointment every week, and he we don't know where he goes to play golf. I wonder what you know what I mean. I'm sure there's there's possibly other bits of information that could show up. Not there's yeah. Like, if if knows? I find anything without poking around too hard, I will let you know. 
Defer to your expert abilities. What are we doing? Well, I can go talk to Morinth if you want to come with me, and then you can split off to go do your Merrick's stalking. Sure. Uh, I guess I will go with Tanari to the Enclave or wherever it is that that is, and then we can go shopping. If who who else needs to go shopping? Raise his hand. Oh. I mean, I have a co- I have a thing I could buy. A couple things. Okay. Well, then I guess we will. Why don't I mean, why don't we don't we do need to go shopping together? But all of us go shopping. Then we split off into the two groups, and then we split off from there as applicable. Sure. Cool. And I assume, Kira, you're being awfully quiet. Would you care to go shopping as well? Kira has yes. no opinion on this topic. Kira's, prob- <laughs> Kira's probably going to sit in the corner and read goth poetry. Kira and Ram went outside for a moment and fell down to, fell down a manhole. So they'll, they'll get back they- out sometime around next game. <laughs> they, went, they went out for cigarettes. Conveniently, yeah. there's a shop down there. It's fine. They'll come back with new things. <laughs> All right. All right, so you guys are going shopping. Shopping. Yeah. All right. What are you looking for? I'm looking for a magic shield that doesn't require attunement and a chain whip. You already have a shield. I want a magic shield. Okay. <laughs> I am looking yeah, for slowly deteriorate. <laughs> I really love how this gets sprung on me. <laughs> I am looking for chalks and inks and things to refresh my supplies of teleportation circle, which cost quite a bit and I use quite a lot. So that and a slightly more specialized item, which is some kind of vessel that I might put my soul into. <laughs> Basically, no, as if you, it comes as to you that. Do. As you do. A vessel? Okay. Specific, specifically, Alex, okay. Alex is looking for a phylactery. Yeah, or a, yeah, it's basically a phylactery uh, for a magic jar. Is the component is a five hundred? It costs at least five hundred gold. A jam okay, a... for magic jar, and I'm sorry, what was the other thing? Uh, chalks and inks and, you know, that sort of stuff for, for, yeah, okay. uh, Sorry. random magic stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. I... So, so I had the shield and a chain you whip. said one of them. A chain whip. Okay. A better whip, basically. I've had this old whip forever. I've literally had this whip since the first episode. And yes. I, and I would like to get an upgrade. <laughs> All right, Tenari, I know you've got a couple. You've got at least one thing you're looking for. I'm seeking the possibility of item enchantment, mm-hmm. which I don't know how likely that would be. Which, yeah, we've talked about. Yeah, you, you. Uh, I'm going to shortcut a lot of the the, the shopping stuff. Mm-hmm. The um the enchantment. Yes, you can get it. It's going to take a while. How long is a while? Um, I mean, we are talking matter of work. I mean, Maybe if it's a week, week, that's fine. Um, but does that only get me one or a variety? I mean, that would get you probably one thing. 
Um, so you would have to narrow it down. I know you're also looking for a hat of disguise type thing. Eh, that's less relevant. That's like a, a wish list thing. But the okay. other thing was the um, potion shop. Okay. And the enchantment you were looking for, things that would either let you do some magic or gain protection of some kind. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, and Kella. I, I, I swear I have mentioned this a few times before. I'm looking for Inquisitive's goggles. I have no idea where I'd be able to find them. They're the, they're the house item for yes. House of Thrash. Alrighty. And the- for those listening, uh, for those listening, the pat now this has been a hectic few few weeks for us. Um, but I I have started over the last few sessions a hey let me know if there's something you need to accomplish you in the next. Genuinely did. You did. You did. I'm talking about other people. Um. <laughs> I, I mean, had a new I, kid. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's been a hectic couple of weeks. I'm allowing a little leeway. Uh, so let's. Go I can through. I can give you the I can give you the very limited list of what shields are magic and don't require attunement. Jeremy. I am aware. I am looking at them right now. <laughs> there are four. <laughs> Uh, there are actually, that is not accurate. There are one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, five and, no, five. <laughs> She's sort of, from a... You're probably not, like, you're not, probably not thinking about the shield of expression. No, I'm not looking for a shield of expression. Well, <laughs> it is a magical item that is a shield <laughs> that does not require attunement. That is so, fair, but that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> So I'm going to have you guys roll me. Um, so short version of it is anything non-magical you can pick up. So your chain whip you can get. Um, the you know the magical supply stuff you can get. That includes the magic jar thing, which I believe needs to be of a certain value. Correct. Five hundred golds. You can find somewhere that will sell you a particular prepared jar. I'll I'll come up with something thematically appropriate for Alex at some point. Here's the question, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. You have a feat for Chain Specialist. You do not, however, have any sort of mechanical implications as to how, as to what stats a spiked chain whip has. And it's not a thing that's in the PHP. It is... Hold on just a second. So a spike chain will cost you 30 gold. Done. Weighs 10 pounds. Okay. Deals 2d4 piercing damage. 
Good. It is finesse, reach, two-handed. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I'm gonna ignore that. I get it, but no. Um. So yeah, that is the stats. Okay. Um. So yeah, roll me, and then you guys just roll me investigation rolls. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that, Aaron. Roll me investigation rolls. Can I make a case for advantage because Alex is guiding me as she promised? Yes, I will consider that a system. I was just wondering if Parandon had soul phylacteries because it amused me. Um, it, it doesn't yeah, seem like it needs a specific... It doesn't need to be like a pre-prepared... What the actual a phylactery fuck? as much as oh, somebody look, can 18, use 18, 18, 18, and 18. Now you know how I feel during Star Wars when you all roll two light side points. No, no, I'm okay with it. Like, I am perfectly okay with it. I'm just was... stunned by the fact that there were four 18 in a row. I was going to suggest that uh, Tanari could, you, as I'm guiding her, and I don't really need the guide, the investigation, because the stuff's relatively simple, she could use my role. Apparently she did. <laughs> that is true. Um, so... What do, what it do, is worth... Yeah. It, um, do, 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 do. What do wizards yeah, spend their money on at this level? Spell components. All of your spells. Right, yes. Like, also, the thing that you're spending your money magic on. magic like, items uh, like wands or like a necklace of fireball, stuff like that. Yep. But so, mostly your spells. Um. New wand. Kella, you actually are able to find. No surprise. You like you end up stopping by like you, you guys all sort of spread out a little bit to do your shopping. Um Kelly, you do some searching around and it doesn't take you very long before you think, you know what? Probably my best best is gonna be to go to the Thrashcon to to go to somewhere Thrashki and ask them where I can find some. Somewhere Thrashki. Somewhere Thrashki. So you go up into Upper Shrine. It's one place that you know of. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an inquisitive shop there. Or inquisitive, not shop, but inquisitive uh, 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 service. A private, eye, a private eye setup. Um, where you have a, a fairly brief conversation, friendly enough. Uh, with uh, the 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 local Thrashk. Uh well, not the local, but the 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 person who who yeah. uh, uh, runs that particular uh, uh, branch office. Yes, branch office. That was the word I was trying to think oh. of. Office, and um, <clears throat> she tells you that there's actually um, there's actually a shop. In in middle 
middle middle shard that will uh that that sells a lot of dragon shard made items and that you will be able to pick you can pick up a pair there um Seth, you're able to find a plus one shield. Uh, no, no, again, you do no have... sentinel shield. Huh? No sentinel shield. No. Right. No. Um you have to do a little bit of hunting around because those tend to be in fairly high demand. Yeah. Um but you do eventually find ironically you end up looking around, looking around, looking around, and you end up at um, uh, walking into a place that you have been before. Hey. Um. Oh, Seth is going to be murdered by a shopkeeper. Um, and. Uh, yeah, they get, they, they ask you how, how the shield arm is working. Working great. They're a little bit surprised that you want another shield, but that's fine. Never have too many shields. They, I like to have they, enough equipment for all occasions. Yeah. She, she's a, but you're sure it's working well. Oh yeah. No, the, the, she, the, the arm works perfectly. It's working great. Very well. Uh, and yes, they do actually have a plus one shield. How much would that cost me? Uh, that, well, I'm, I'm going to get to cost in a minute. Okay. Um, uh, Tanari, you are able to find, uh, someone who will be able to enchant, like, it's going to need to be something of yours that is, if you're looking for just something of yours instead of just picking up like a ring or something like that. It will need to be something of yours that is particularly well made. Uh, um, of a particular crafting quality. Um, off the top of my head, things like your masks would qualify. Um... Uh, a lot, probably actually a fair amount of your clothing, because most of your clothing, you're still wearing the same stuff from Aranel. And Aranel, one of their their hallmarks is they have perfected the art of what they do in terms of crafting. Um, so so most of most of what you have is probably pretty well enchanted. Um, and they will. Basically, we'll be able to make you like a whatever it is. Uh, necklace or belt buckle or whatever the case of protection plus one. It will take about a week for them to do the enchantment. They will need it the whole time. Okay. Yeah, uh, how much would that cost? Getting there. Um okay. I'm I'm going to be calculating all costs here shortly. Uh that is everybody. Alright. So because I really like the co- the the oh, I I have um, thought of another item. I don't know if I could afford it. What are what do rare items rare magic items? A cost? lot. 
and roll really well. You rolled. I mean, you did actually kind of roll an eighteen. Um, <laughs> I'm looking for a staff of defense. It's the only thing I can. Spot yeah, no, that I actually no. find useful. No. Okay, rare so. items. So uncommon items are findable. You need to roll well, but findable. Rare items are not really yeah. easy. If you roll really well, you might be able to. I just wasn't sure what you like roll exactly. well enough to encounter a dungeon in the middle of the city that might. Be <laughs> it's it, I, like I said. I just want because there's like Sorry. once you get part there's there's more past rare because it's like very rare and like legendary and artifact and all these sort of things. I wasn't sure where rare actually stacked up in terms of rarity because there's a difference between rarity for so, like normal people and there's rarity for like adventurers who can like, yes absolutely you know, and you guys of, are fortunate you guys are fortunate enough that you're in the largest city that's the 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 yeah the largest city and the sort of hubbub of activity at least as far as any sharnian will tell you in in corvair so this stuff is a lot easier to find here. Um, and Ebron is, it tends to be a little bit e- because of the higher magic thing is a little bit easier. But even that rare, very rare legendary, you're probably not going to so for the most part, unless you are super lucky. Um, now, hold on just a second. All righty. So, I believe or I am accurate. All right, so your stuff will cost in order. Yep. Okay. The inquisitive goggles will cost you two hundred gold. Sold. Um, the shield will cost you three hundred. Done. And the whatever of protection will be five hundred. Done. All right, and yeah, they will need that. They will need whatever it is that you are supplying for a week. All they enchant. I'm handing over the set of bells that's woven into the, my braids. Okay. Uh, and they take a minute to do a quick look over it. And yeah, okay, that that'll work. Um, Alex, you do your running around. Um. Uh, most of your items are really easy to find. It takes you a little bit longer to find a uh, phylactery. It's a jar. Phylacteries are very specific things, and they don't sell those in Sharn because they don't promote the creation, the, the self-creation of liches. No. But <laughs> it takes you I a mean, little bit of... You know a lich, you could ask. Yes, but, I mean, but like, he doesn't because... want the competition. It's not strictly speaking like... A phylactery, though. It's like no. a thing that I can use as a phylactery, <laughs> yeah. like a gem or a jar or a urn or a whatever. So, yeah. 
So you do some looking around. They it's, have legitimate uses. It's it, it takes you a while. Um, like the place that you buy just normal spell component stuff is actually connected to Morgrave Universe. Um, right. they don't sell stuff for higher end magics. Um, it's just it's not something they do. Um, so you have to look around. You check a bunch of places. You even stop by Perand. Um, and he's actually not there. There's just nobody there. Like, you walk up, the door is open. There's nobody inside. It is, it is, it is a mess in there. It's, um, like, like it's been, like, looted or just. It's always a mess. Okay, right. (laughs) It would be really hard to tell if it was looted. You don't see anyone dead, though. And you know that, and, and you know he has a tendency of, of unintentionally blowing things up. So he would probably have traps to protect him, to protect stuff from being looted. Um, so, eh, hard to tell. But eventually you do manage to find uh, this small little specialty place up in uh up in upper sharn you go like sort of around around a corner from like one of these marketplace areas and there's a small little shop with this um tiefling who looks older than if you didn't know any better the, you would think they are older than some of the undying you've met on Arena. Granted, you only met a few there, but you did meet a Laraway who's like several, like at least a couple thousand years old. Um, like he is just ancient and withered, and but he sells all sorts of necromantic items. <laughs> uh, much of it for. Theoretical purposes, of course, only. <laughs> but he does sell things. Uh, he does sell uh, 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 containers that can be used as magic jars. They are. It is a small little, almost like a mason jar, really. Like you look at it, and the, almost the genius behind it is. It doesn't look like anything of value. Does it still work as a magic jar if it's got, like, homemade lemonade in it? <laughs> He's like, I wouldn't. Well, could I fill it with lemonade, like, dump it out and be like, okay, i got to cast a spell now. He gives you a long look and is like, I wouldn't recommend. No. Um, no. All right, I've fair enough. people trying to do so and they forget that there's a soul inside and then they drink the soul. <laughs> I've only heard of this, I mind you. I have never seen it, so That's I don't know. It's gotta be a weird experience. <laughs> um, but, so so it looks like just a shitty little jar, but you open it and, and it's sort of clear on the outside. And this is where the... On the inside, you can see it is covered with runes on the inside. All of the stuff that you'd expect to be on the outside. 
Um, and so, yeah, it is a nice little secretive magic jar. And eventually, all your guys' shopping done. Unless there's anything else. Um, I sent you a uh, whisper. It's not a super urgent thing. I just want to check a yes or no on that. Given Alex. No. No. Okay. Cool. No. It's never going to be that obvious, but um, no, you don't get any. Uh, yeah, no. But. Potion shop? Huh? Oh, yes, potion shop. You wanted to go to the potion Oh. There is a there is a potion brewer in town. There's several potion brewers in town. But you find one. So I'm looking for something that would compel truth. Not in a way that it could be left to the imagination or stepped around, just automatic compulsion. Okay. Um... Hmm. Let's see. Uh, and you're talking to a um, from middle age, middle aged, uh, a gnomish woman. Um, who, when you walk in, is sort of sitting on her counter. Um, I don't have anything like that current. Um, I might know somebody who could brew up something like it's not something that you no, know, I suppose it doesn't technically against <laughs> if I manage to get someone to and she starts scribbling down a formula a potential formula. You would be surprised to know you're the first person who has ever asked for something like that. Um, I'm sure other people get asked about it. Other potion brewers get asked for it all the time, but I don't know. My clientele, and, uh, they probably they probably do their spy in the normal way. Um, I might be able to put something like that together. It might take me a little bit of time. How quickly do you need it? No, it shouldn't be too long, I don't think. However long it takes, I think, would be fine. Okay. I can probably put something like that together. Uh, and she gets your name, where she can contact you. Uh, she has to make a, she has to get in touch with a couple of people to see, to, to, uh, to get some ingredients together, get somebody who can cast the spell that she's going to need. But yeah, she will definitely be in touch. And is it a payment upfront kind of thing? Uh it will be payment upon delivery. Because I don't very gracious. She doesn't really know how much it's going to be. 
and she doesn't want to ballpark it and have it be potentially too much or too too yeah. So yeah, she will she will she will figure it out. I make sure to remember the, my way to this place. Okay, it's actually it's not far. Like it's honestly not that far from um, where you guys where uh, the cracked mirror, as in it's just outside of. It isn't specifically. I like how I go to look at the book. And I have the lower Durham or the lower Sharn map right here in front of me. Um, it is, it is specifically in, uh, precarious. Uh, just sort of on the, on the border between precarious and Calliston. Um, so yeah, you, you, you sort of find it where eventually when you're just about on your way back. And so everything grabbed. You guys meet back up. Um. Wherever you wherever you end up meeting back. Right. Everyone happy? Would I have had time to change my item attunement or? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You guys are you guys are out doing your doing your own thing and doing your shopping. I'm gonna say it takes most of the most of the afternoon evening. All right. And were we also going to do our respective talking to people? That's what yes. we're meeting up. You to guys are getting back together to go to split yep. up again. <laughs> well, the thought was we were all going to shop together, and then we all wandered off in different directions. That does seem to happen with you folks. Right. Well, let's go. I mean, it was quicker than it otherwise would have been. <laughs> so, yeah. New person okay, and I will head one way. The two of you head another way. And we'll try not to act like we were walking the same direction. <laughs> Okay, so who's going where again? Uh, so, um, uh, Kella and I are going to talk to Morinth. Okay. And Alex and I are going to the Enclave. Okay. Oh, the, yes, yes, that Enclave. Enclave, yeah. I had a moment where I was like, you guys are going to Kenneth Enclave? That's bold. Oh, wait, no, that other Enclave. Uh, <laughs> Merricks, how do we defeat you? Hi, Merricks, just looking to see where hey. you're at. Stab, stab, well, stab, stab, stab. That's somebody we didn't I, think of asking. We're, we're coming help. by, we're the people with the clipboards that are standing outside of, like, the train or whatever. Hey, can you sign this? It's really important environmental stuff. And like on it is just please defeat Merrick's with us. We sign just, here. We just, or, or we, we just Julius Caesar. I'm just like, hey, can you come look at this? Step, 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 step. Hey, we're, we're, we're doing an article for our school newspaper and we have to ask <laughs> you some questions. What would you consider your biggest weakness? <laughs> I like, no, I like, I, I like Kella's idea, except for what he signs. It's a scroll of Jess. 
And it says you have to tell us where the where the where where the oh yeah secret forge is, and then go into your room and lock the door and stay there. <laughs> no, and- absolutely. With two warlocks in the group, you're signing some sort of binding contract when you sign in the random person who's shoving a thing in your face. Yep. It, it says you have to sign. tell us where it is, and then in brackets, otherwise it's entrapment. That's why I always <laughs> sign Edwin's. Anyways. Oh, it's not the name that matters. <laughs> it's the person yeah. putting the pen to paper. Also, um, it's cute you think that's his true name. I don't. That too. Um, so... So yeah, um, so you guys make your way to Fallen. Yeah. Which is a wonderful district. As you might note on the Sharn map that is in front of you, Um, it's a slum. So before we get there completely, I will ask Seth. um, I would assume this is a place where, gesturing to my large dragon mark, this is rather unwelcome, right? Uh, what what sort of outfit is Kella currently wearing? Currently, um, currently, you've seen you've seen them in various outfits, but currently they have uh, essentially like loose leathers. It's not armor, um, but with uh, sort of bearing the midriff, you can. I think I've shared the character art before. Yeah. Um, wearing the midriff. A little bit outlandery, but well made. Is it like obviously wealthy? Oh yeah, no. It specifically shows off the dragon mark by having a yeah. midriff bearing yeah. element. I mean, yeah, no. You probably want to hide that, and also okay. that. I just say indicating the rest of the outfit. I sort of look at you. I just sort I'm of... not going to hide all of my clothes I... and snap um, the sort of clothing shifts into essentially darker colored common clothes with a hooded cowl that you've probably seen before. I just sort of hold out my arms to show off the I've very clearly been on the road for a long time look I'm currently rocking. Most people down here look more like this. Yep. I mean, she's not dirty because shift weave, but it, she doesn't look necessarily wealthy. She's not. Yeah. She's not <laughs> like. Okay. She 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 is toned. They are they, toned down. Yes, they. Sorry, that's your fault. You said <laughs> this you is, first. This is my fault. <laughs> it doesn't mean we won't. Exactly. I've been very good about saying they, and then you said she, so I said <laughs> <Yep>. she. <laughs> I fucked up. Um, yeah. Anyways, so they're they're outfit. Yeah, it's also still a wilderness-looking half orc. Yeah, yeah, that yep. that should be fine. <laughs> so yeah, as you guys, uh, as you two make your way to Fallen, so. Kelly, this is your first time sort of traveling through this part of mm-hmm. of, of Lower Sharn, um, which is still te- it's still considered Dura, um, 
And as you're moving along, you know, you are not in the nicest place right now. Uh, the Gate of Gold District is not not the 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 greatest of places. It's full of <clears throat> it's a very poor district. However, the Gate of Gold District is a once very wealthy district that became poor. It is the tenement houses are are places that used to be used to be manors belonging to to well off lords that have that have long ago that changed. Um as you're moving down through Calliston uh and 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 it gets grimier and um uh more run down you pass through the stores which is just warehouses and carts everywhere and like almost like a western town with New York traffic. Um until you move into Fallen, at which point you are pretty sure at least you vastly hope that you have hit the bottom of the barrel as far as what exists within mm-hmm. in, in terms of 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 rundown districts. Fallen is it looks like an enormous um the sort of the 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 landscape of course you know there's the the towers that continue up for for you know way up to the top of the city but you know in the shadow of those you see there are large statues that have crumbled into into almost nothingness or or aren't and are still in a certain semblance of their glory but like have long ago had their faces picked off the way that like the the sphinxes and uh in the real world um there's just some streets are completely blocked off by chunks of stone that fell there and have not been are too heavy to be moved and no one's bothered to move it in who knows how long mm-hmm. um it is just a shithole Ah, it's been a while since I've been here. Um, there is nary a building that doesn't have some sort of damage of some kind, some some level of scarring across its side. The people that you see moving through, these are the people who live here because the Gate of Gold District is too expensive. Um, they live here either because they have to, uh, they can't afford to live anywhere else, or they don't dare be seen anywhere else. Uh, and you guys make your way through. And Seth, roll me a investigation roll as you try to track down... I'm nine. just keeping a general eye out, watching his back. I figure, um, nine is, I, I figure I'll be found first. Yeah. Yeah, a nine is not a success. Um, Could I actually point are, that? Yes, you can. 
I'll you action. can action point any ability roll. I'll action point that. Why not? With the exception of, it, of initiative, which technically you can, but I say you can't because that's bullshit. That makes it a 15. That is better. Um, I wanted to be... Sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're fine. Go. I just wanted to be keeping an eye out watching his back. Um, yep. Would that be no perception, perception or... Perception. Okay. Yep. Nice. I get extra things to that. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> 32! Well, yeah. So yeah, Jeez, you are like watchful eye. You yeah. have sight beyond sight. <laughs> you really do. Um, well, yes, that is that is exactly what the Raven Queen patron is. Yes. Um. But so, yeah, you you are clocking everybody who looks like they might be a threat for a brief period. Nobody seems willing to approach you guys. I am heavily armed and armored. <laughs> either exactly, either you look. Either they have no interest in interacting with you guys because there's no reason for them to, or yeah, they might potentially try to rob you, but they take about half a second look at you guys it's like, nope, I like my life. Um, but yeah, nobody is sneaking up on you guys, right? Uh, Seth, you you start checking around. Um, cause the fallen angels, they, they move a bit. They are, they're sort of like, they're the warriors. Yeah. Um. That's what I envisioned. Yeah. Yeah. Come out and play. Um. <laughs> so you have to ask around a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, in, the appropriate way. And it takes you a little while, but eventually you get directed to um, one of the buildings that is actually broken down. Um, there's no roof to it. Like the building itself is completely out, uh, completely <clears throat> unused. Unless you go around back and you go into the, uh, and, and you go into down to the storm. Uh, into the storm cellar, which is a fighting ring. Um, so you guys turn around, go open the door. There's nobody there. There's nobody like standing guard. There's no bounce or anything to make sure the wrong people don't get in. Because if you're coming in here, there's only two reasons. One, you either want have business to conduct here, or two, you're a really st- stupid member of the city watch and you want to try and shut this down and you're never heard from again. Um, so you guys sort of descend down into, into this, this area, which is a fairly large, it's actually the, uh, a little bit larger than the actual building itself. And the building itself was a small tower that was specific to fall to the area that fallen once was. Um, so it is a fairly large, uh, uh, a circular sort of storm cellar area. They have cleared out and long cleared out anything 
that was that might have been divisions of uh, of the place. So it's just a, a, a large area. They sort of dug out, not not ridiculously down, like maybe just a couple feet down. In the center, about a fifteen foot uh, uh, radius circle. Um, there are as soon as you open the door, you hear the sounds of the hooting and the hollering in various languages, largely goblinoid, um, but uh, <sighs> but a decent amount of common. Um, uh, and you come down there about there there are about fifteen people. Uh, sort of around the circle, watching a uh, fairly large, um, uh, fairly fairly muscular, almost brutish sort of uh, uh, orc, uh, trying to go rounds with a, a, a human woman, uh, much smaller, not not small. Like yeah, smaller actually, but like not like frail, just just much slighter, much much more light. Um, neither in armor, uh, neither using weapon, and uh, circling each other. The 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 orc swings. Who looks like he might even have some ogre. It's kind of hard to. He's like one of those like fairly big, maybe Goliath blood. Hard to tell. Um, but he's also slow, and he's swinging, and he's not making any contact. And this woman, um, who has sort of sort of about shoulder length hair, has a little bit of spike to it. Um, uh, dressed in. That that combination of there's a little bit of protection to it. It definitely definitely has a a a, a heavier leather sort of feel to it, but also cut in particular ways, so it is enticing. Um, and she's doing a lot of dodging, kicking. And slowly, bit by bit, over about the thirty seconds, you guys are you guys come down and sort of stand on the side. She wears this. She wears this guy down. Uh, manages to get him to an down to one knee. Um. Uh, uh jumps up, wraps wraps legs around his head, puts him into a uh. What was, Somebody help me out here. I know I'm the MMA. Head scissor. Remember, no, not 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 just head scissor. Like uh... guillotine. It's the uh, Undertaker's sorry, submission maneuver. Oh, tombstone oh. pile driver. Oh no, uh, no, 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 you're a uh, triangle choke. <laughs> triangle choke, Goga Plata. Goga Plata is the one. That's the one. Yes. Oh, you think Kimura? Maybe I don't know. Uh, Goga Plata. Um, basically using using legs and pulling his arm through to give herself something to 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 make up that difference, and slowly chokes him out. Mm. Seth, obviously, you know you know this is this is your person, Morinth. This is Morinth. Yes. 
Um, the cheer that goes up. She gets up. She took a few hits. Like she is, she has some big welts forming already. Um, she collects a, a decent size size bag from person who looks like they are sort of the the person who presides over this. Uh, tosses it off over to what somebody, and then she looks over and notices you guys. I smile and wave. Sort of tilts her head a little bit curiously and smiles. Makes her way over. Somebody grabs her a towel and she sort of wipes down her, you know, neck and neck and shoulder areas. Like, well, here's someone I haven't seen in a while. Eh, it's been a while. Lawrence. I heard you'd skip town. I did leave for a while. Did tried Ooh. the whole adventuring bit all across the country thing. Well, continent. But not work out or are you back for a short stay? I I just sort of shrug uh letting her look at all of the shit I'm carrying as to what and to let her make the judgment herself. Back in town. Have a job offer though. Really? Yeah. I am of course intrigued. Um and she points over to where there is a small little... It, it would be generous to call it a bar. It's more like somebody set up a bunch of a bunch of barrels and then put a plank over it. Yeah. And there is... And there is a... Um, uh, there is a... Uh, God damn it. Uh, hobgoblin. Uh, behind the... Standing behind it who, whenever somebody, like, like, you see him in the press report, he just is reaching down to the ground and pulling up a bottle and pouring something for somebody. Yeah. He's like, I tell you what, if you buy me a drink, well, I'm willing to listen. I will reach into my bag and pull out one of the various bottles of wine I stole from, uh, <laughs> let's see... From one of the Canada states, as far as I can recall. Oh yeah, that was from. Oh yeah, way back yeah, when. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll reach into my bag and pull out a bottle of wine and go better. Uh, not strong enough. No, but it's something that some wealthy prick somewhere is missing. Sold, Charney. <laughs> uh, so fine. let's go. Let's have a seat. And when she says have a seat, <laughs> again, there's no tables. She just walks over to the corner. Um, and walks over to one of the corner, one of the edges of the of the room, and just cups a cops a squat there. Yep. Do the same. Yeah. Uh, loud enough for her to hear. Am I uninvited from your date or am I also welcome? Oh no. I am always about more the merrier. Fair enough. I will produce stole I will produce three stolen goblets as well. Uh are you gonna introduce me or what? 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Kella, this is Morinth. Morinth, this is Kella. Lovely. Charmed. I uh, got a bunch of others that I'm running with as well, but they're not here right now as I pour drinks. I've noticed. Yep. But uh wanted to talk to you. We're looking at a bit of a rumble that's going to be going on. Not quite sure where yet. I think probably probably somewhere in the cogs. Okay. Uh, Boys are always down for a rumble. Could use some backup. Okay. And we'll pay well for both the backup and secrecy. All right. That's a good start. Let's jump into brass tacks. Who are we rumbling with? We're going to be giving a black eye to some Kenneth Big Wigs. And a couple of Kundarak guards. Give me a persuasion. Okay. Do I have any sort of advantage? I want to do the attack. Uh, No, not. Okay. I'm going to action point that 11. Just try and read how she's taking this. Yeah, go ahead and roll an insight. Like, general conversation, but this particular too. I get to use my dice on that now because I have magic goggles. (laughs) Okay, nice. So, with a 22, so, Kenneth Bigwigs and The reaction shifts midway through that sentence. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Bigwigs gets a cocked eyebrow and visit like her expression doesn't really change from there, but you do notice a, an uh, almost imperceptible rolling, like shifting back of the shoulders and slight bunching up. Seth, two houses. I don't know whether to credit your ambition. Or question your foolishness. Well, I've always been ambitious. You've always been both things, sweet. <laughs> um, Though in this case, there are reasons that the rest of us us are inclined despite the idiot's general presentation. Oh, he's not an idiot. He's just... He's a man of action. Hmm. Men of action are good at one thing and less good at another. I mean, I'm good at several things, which you have... You are good at many, many things. (laughs) We can get a full list of your talents later. Um, You're good at many, many things, and there are other things you are less good at. And in some cases, that is an absolute... That is an absolutely valuable asset. Occasionally, it's a bit of a drawback. Um, 
I'm not saying no. I am saying... What is the Fallen Angels help worth to you? All things are negotiable. At this point, I will take a sip of wine and lean back to give Kella a clear through path. You didn't tell me you Okay. (laughs) So, I assume out of character we actually discussed numbers and accounting, because... How much people have? Yeah, because I'm not just going to spend my own wallet on this, and I don't have as much as the rest of the party does. I've got 2,200 gold. Okay, correction. I have more than some people in this party. How much are we offering to people is not... I have less than that. (sighs) Okay. Um, I would say it would be... Wasn't there a vault worth of gold that Edwin gave you? Was that all spent already? Probably. Good to know. You guys just went magic shopping. No, it wasn't actually. Well, hang on. No, no. Hang on. Let me... No, I never. We never split it up. We have, yeah, because he gave you a war chest. I and have. Was like, hey, spend this on the rebellion, guys. I'm leaving. We never split it up. I have in my bag uh, seventeen seventeen hundred platinum and twelve thousand gold. Okay, so you have twenty nine thousand gold to work with. And I'm assuming we are not allowed to spend all of that. But okay, now. With the assistance of the locals, presumably Seth and Kira, could I know how much it would generally be worth? Um, yeah, I will have you roll me for this. I will have you roll me a, um, uh, I will make this actually an insight roll with advantage. Okay. Um, does my... Uh, uh, intuition feature apply to that? Uh, because with the goggles, it applies to. Intuition. I believe so, but put it in chat for me so I can see. So um, that's the that's the thing, and this is the other part. Of yeah. It. You can add your intuition roll to. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cool. Advantage. I love having way too many proficiencies. Skill monkeys are great at high levels. Well, that is a seventeen. Seventeen's not terrible. Is that something I should? Um, that will give you a certain level of information. I'd like to action point if that's allowed. Yes, absolutely. All right, that's a d six. All right, so that's a 21 total. Yeah. So to hire out a group like, I mean, it depends on how many people there are Mm -hmm. that they have. Um, 
Which I would uh, have said that they were a smaller I, group. I would have informed. I would have given Kella all the information that I knew on that the way knew, down. With, that yeah. you know of, the fallen angels are about twenty people. That number fluctuates regularly, though. If they if they occasionally pick up new members. If they obviously lose members because they are a crime com- crime <laughs> gang. Um, for a group of that size, if they are skilled enough to do what you are wanting them to do, you would guess at the very least... I mean, this is going to be for some of them. Well, for some of them, it might well be. It will probably be their last job, but not in a good way. But this will be, for almost all of them, the most dangerous thing they ever do in their lives. So you're guessing ballpark? Four or five hundred gold would be an average price. Uh, per person or total? Per person. All right. If they're skilled enough to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish, if you're just trying to get cannon fodder, you could you could do it for. We're trying to get gold. cannon fodder. Yeah. We could ask Thaz. Thaz would be able to provide a cannon fodder shop. You could do like like probably fucking a hundred gold for yeah. thirty people. Um, but people can actually back up what they're, yeah, yeah four or five hundred per person to basically set them up for life. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, all right, be that, be that after this, I'm retiring to the Bahamas and then they spend it in three months and then they go back into a life of crime. Yeah, this needs to be their one big score movie. Got it. Um, yeah. And any, uh, other, and any so of them that die, we just take it off their corpse. Can, can someone who actually has brain power do the math on we have like something Four, number of platinum? 20 people. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have 29,000 gold to work with. Okay. That's how much is in the war chest anyway. With four, four or five hundred, you're you're thinking eight to ten thousand gold total. Okay. Well, I mean the details are are by number and your confidence in your folks. What was that role for? That was like if we wanted to get like because we don't we don't need twenty people. That was for like ten people. Okay, that's and also that's fair, fair if you don't want all of them. Yeah, that's twice as much as we have in the war chest. No, it's not. No, you have twenty nine thousand. That is so less than a that. Is, uh, add, an, add another zero to the end of that. Oh, okay. 
That's 2,900 is what you talk. Hey, guys. So <laughs> this is a little background into what happens after each of my games when I'm dividing up XP. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time it's, okay, so you guys got 29,000 XP or, you know, like 17,000 XP divide by three. And we're thinking, we're eighth level characters. How did we do that? <laughs> and... You see it in chat, and you're like, "Oh, oh, okay, no, that makes sense." Yeah, I really never learned how to say the words for letters, other than that billion means different things to different countries. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the you, yeah, five thousand would be about a sixth, more okay. or less. Yeah, what your total? So, back up what you claim, and do we need? More of a targeted strike force, if you understand. It's not like we're going up up against the house's enclave or anything stupid like that. Oh, I certainly hope not. I would have to decline. I would have to politely decline. It's more of something that they want to do a bit under the table, so it's more of that's more fine. That I do my best work under the table. And on top <laughs> of it. But imagining you can get together ten very capable strapping folks. I may have ten individuals in mind. How would they feel, you feel, about five? If, if, I'm just going to put the number in chat so I don't significantly overpromise. Five hundred each with a, each for the heads with an additional hundred for yourself on top of your pot. Um Roll me a persuasion. Okay. Do I get advantage for offering more than they're worth? No, but the DC is potentially lower. Okay. Persuasion is not one of the things that get Extra bonuses, too. But it is a charisma roll. Yep. I don't understand you. Fine. Whatever. Sure. Roll 20. Roll 20 is punishing me for trying to make a vaguely optimal character. For By which I mean home, a character with a dump stat of con. That was a natural one. Yep. So. She says, she thinks, she she listens. Out of curiosity, really quick, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Would Kara have had any level of advantage for my assistance? Because I did set up the bargaining point. You know what? I will give you that one. Okay. I will give you that was definitely an assist. 
All right. I was too busy checking my abilities to actually look at that. All right. That is better. That's much better. Thank that's you. a 28. That's, that's, that's why I was. That's so why I, I nearly that. trip and fall on my face, but don't because Seth's there. I mean, it's more like if you had tried to do this on your own and come in and said this, you would have been, it would have been completely out, but you never would have tried that. Um, and Seth provided a good opening for you to slide right in. Um, I'm sorry, you guys, <laughs> this is the NPC you're talking to. Um, so, feelings back a little bit. That's going to be phenomenal. Be phenomenal for my people. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, no, I will go with that. I do have one minor little request. Hmm. You're hitting a can of the place. It's what all our intel says at this point. Within reason. I want to pick out of whatever magical items you find. Just you? Within reason. Just me few things we have our eye on specifically. Of course, that's what I meant. Within reason. Let's be honest. You're hitting a Kenneth place and you're expecting P- you're expecting members of House Kundrak to be there. You're hitting a vault of something. I'm sure they have extra toys, yes. So, yes. Can I get I'm- the sense of why she wants that? If yeah. Girl on inside for it. Thanks. Status. Well, if yeah. That's just my guess. You you can guess that. I'm gonna roll an insight check on it. Yeah. That's um eight. I mean This is what I built a character around. Well, but still. Um you are get it's simple. You're guessing it is just as simple as it's a Kenneth vault. Kenneth mm-hmm. ha a Kenneth vault is going to have stuff that she cannot just go out on the street and buy or steal out of a, steal from a random person, particularly mm-hmm. not the kind of random people that come into Fallen. Not far. Okay. She's looking for she's looking for things something that will either help her consolidate power mm-hmm. or that she can get richer off of. Alright. As long as she's actually looking for the item she says she is and not just looking to determine the nature of the vault or something. Nope. That's fine. Okay. Then I would say that we have a deal. When are you? When do you need us? 
Time is... I rattle off an accurate time frame, which I know is vague because Merrick's. Yeah. Or Aaron. Yep. So yeah, sometime in the near future. And I will give her, I will give her the inn that I'll be staying at in Kalistan. Okay. Uh, for contact location. I will get my boys together. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. And I will hand her the bottle. Thank you. Keep the drink, keep the mugs. And I will finish mine, put it down, and stand up to prepare to walk out. Yep. Head on out. All right. You guys head off. Um. So, on to Alex and Tanari. So, Tanari, you know where the enclave uh, It is up in Middle Sharn. Um, specifically in the where does I go here specifically in the um My bad. It's in Upper Sharn, uh, specifically in Hope's, Hope's Peak, the temple district up there. Uh, there is also there is a more well, more um, uh, there is a more uh, specific enclave in uh, uh, Shalias. Which is an elven sort of very Arenali, uh, a base district. But in terms of sort of more what you're looking for, I'm assuming you're just going to the, to the temple. Well, I'm going to the one that I know. Yes, exactly. So yeah. So you guys make your way to Hope's Peak. Um, and start pass your way through the very well off um, uh, uh, past the very very nice very grandiose temples that take that are there uh, to the southern host to the silver flame um uh, several individual shrines to to particular people, uh, particular uh, uh, gods of the sovereign host, in addition to the one larger one, uh, and, and eventually, Tanari leads around the corner to this small, unassuming sort of building, uh, and you guys make your way inside. <coughs> Uh, and you see uh, Theravol, who is the the uh, the Soundgrel, uh, the priest of transition, uh, who you had met before, and he looks up as as you guys enter. Ah, oh, sorry, um, and friend. 
pleasure to see you. I'll bow, I guess, as she as Alex makes her best guess at appropriate. Uh, he looks formal and formal. Intrigued by that, and uh, for Alex, so so Theraval is um, a male elf, um, dressed in. It is a it, it is an interesting mix of there is the 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 traditional uh, uh, robes of a priest of transition. Um, but uh, there are particular stylings to it um, that are that are very specifically Sharnian, much more cosmopolitan looking than what you were used to seeing in Arano. Um Just a little bit of blending of culture there. Um, he is probably probably about fourth century. Uh, in his first century, so 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 getting out there, but by no means no means elderly or anything. Um, he gives you a sort of look when you bow. Looks over at Tanari. Does she think I'm royalty? I gasp and look shocked at Alex and shake my head. I'll straighten up and it's quite all right it's quite all right just put my hands behind my back i guess quite all right i'm i'm giving you a difficult time <laughs> what can i do for you i was wondering if there was a method that you might employ to contact people on rnl as a matter of fact i do um well those gnomes like to think that they are the only people who can send messages long distances they are not correct they are simply the only ones who will do it for just anybody who's willing to pay um i mean who did they think invented that yeah who would you like to contact? I just look over at Alex. Uh, we had uh, a friend, a couple of friends. We we left there. Um, how long ago was that, Jeremy? That we were when we left. Aaron? Uh probably a few least. I know we spent like a month in Stormhome, and then I guess just a bunch yeah, of time. it's been at least like three or four months at this point. Okay, so I was like, oh, so we left some friends there about three months ago. Um, I don't know if they will still be there, uh, but we also, but um. There was a person who maybe would know where they have gone, um, which is I have forgotten their name. Alaraway. 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 
that, and that's who that's who we've talked we when we have previously referred to Valen's aunt yes. slash grandma. That's who we're talking I, about, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. He says, "I know a Laurel man." Uh, yeah, she may know where they've gone. Um, uh, is a relation of one of them. Uh, so I guess if I guess that's probably the only person we could the per- only person you'd be able to contact directly that would would know would really be the place we could start. Yeah, is is your friend exempt from divination magic? Uh, no, it's just that we, we needed to get some information from them. And no, I yes, guess, of like, course. Trying to track, even if we knew, if we knew where they had gone, we'd still need to go and get there. So I guess the idea is of if they're there, they can reply. And if not, then we can figure out whether they're in a place we can reasonably Do you know their names? Uh, Brenma and Valen. Are the two uh, our two friends? I can say I can I can do a sending to Branma. If they are not on Aranel, I will as long as they are as long as they have not wandered into a mana zone or done some other type of planar travel. Ah. Uh, or are covered by non-detection spell. I can contact. I don't expect them to be. Wonderful. And he asked for... Yes, do you, do you have their full name? Do I have their full name? Um. Oh, I bet I, bet I do, because it was in that book of secrets that we all had all our secrets in. Probably. Um, if nothing else, Branma de Kunderak might work. I Yes, but I, if it wasn't necessary, I figured I wouldn't say that. That's fair. How stuff seems to be very touchy. Strangely enough. I uh, mean, only because you guys are playing all of the outcasts from the houses. <laughs> I am not a fucking outcast. I'm a with one exception. My house. With Just... one exception. No, but even even for people who like the houses or are well, like part of the houses, all of the houses are all very secret, backstabby. Everybody hates each yeah, other. Yeah, it's but almost be clear. like there's politics in yes. the war world. To be clear. That I'm not yes, a house outcast. I mean, your entire house is outcast. Mean, that's the same thing. You did tell the de facto leader of your house to go fuck herself, but she is also a lich. No, I didn't. I said we might My talk house. later, and then never called back. So, yeah, no, the Look, name it does not have. The book does not have the name. No, okay. Seth, your, my house is the house, house of artificers. Artificers. Your house is the house of people who've gotten murdered. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's... <laughs> every, anyway. Every family um, has their I, own quirks. As long I as guess. you can describe Branma well enough. 
Uh, I will exactly how sending works, but for narrative purposes, <laughs> it will this time. Um, it's Aranel. They have weird versions of sending. Well, uh, okay. They're a dwarf, which I imagine narrows it down a lot in Aranel. A dwarf by the name of Bronma. Bronma. I'm not looking for, like, if they've left Aranel. About yay high. About yay high hair like whatever it was and etc etc companion um, of a person named Valen Valen elf um, uh, not an Aranel elf uh, whatever the other kind of elf is whose name Valinar Valinar elf yes. also probably relatively rare in Aranel no no I, I don't know how, how well it related there <sighs> No, not that, not that rare. Not incredibly common, but not that. Certainly less rare than a dwarf. Um, both living, both alive. Is that that? That's that's. A... Are you certain? <laughs> well, last time I checked. Okay. <laughs> what message would you like me to send? Okay, so out of the game, I've kind of forgotten what exactly we were looking for. <laughs> this was half an episode ago. Specifically, we want to talk more. We are currently in Sharn. We'd like to talk more about that information that Bronma gave us before her leave event. Okay, that is more about. The, uh, I was also trying to think of how to phrase it without going, hey, we're going to go kill Merrick's. <laughs> Can you help? <laughs> so that doesn't seem, again, through this guy, probably not the sort of thing you want to say. Um, I will phrase it roughly the way that... I paranoid <laughs> you guys are about every NPC. I, oh, okay, I have done on. my job selling Eberron to you guys. I hold feel like in the, most settings... Confessing to murder of a public figure is usually not a thing you do. Then again, adventurers are dumb like that. You're not wrong. That said, this is how you react towards every NPC I throw at you. The bit about being a house contract excoriate is not the thing that I want to. No, I flirted with relatively metal, babe. Really, that's true. Um. being parts of houses is not necessarily secret, but that seems like a Garbage. sensitive topic for Branma. And as Aaron says, confessing murder, not a Regardless. <laughs> I will phrase it the way Aaron has, Aaron has put it, that we would like to ask Branma about more information about uh, the information that she's provided to us before we left. About Ken. Okay. About Kenneth. Branma. Yes. Wait, no, I'm going to get the right. I, I do have to get the voice right. Yes. So you are where you are, and we are just going to leave it at that. On the road, currently where you have been. And you get the sound of an elven voice in your head. And it goes, Bronma, this is Theravol. 
a Sungrawlin shark. Alex asks, Blah. <laughs> Rocky probably says specifically, Alex says they would like to know If you have any more information about what you said of Canada. Probably over 25 words, I don't care. Merricks is hiring the Iron Gate. Dana Durbanic may be with them, as might be Kellark. You may be able to trust Dana. And that is relayed word for word. Okay. I will have to... <laughs> write that down at some point. Um, I may have to re-ask you, Antti, to to make to mention those. I'm throwing those oh, names. I'm throwing Thank those you. names in. Um, and so, so you could trust Dana. Is that the one? Yes, may be able to trust Dana. Hmm, interesting. So I mean, Dana <laughs> might. I know. I get Dana and other children. Yes, I know none of those things are spelled correctly or pronounceable. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, interesting. I'll, I will... I mean, I guess that gets repeated, so myself and Tanari know that. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll make a note of that, and I will uh, thank thank um, the person whose name I've forgotten that we're asking. Theravol, for his help. Uh and uh, is, is there a charge for this service? I'm happy to it make is, a donation. In this case, is complimentary for a friend of the faith. Uh, I appreciate your help. Of course. I pull out a platinum piece and press it into his hand. He takes it. He's not going to argue. Just, he's not, yeah. You're overpaying for a third level spell. Or am I underpaying for uh, emotional trauma healing? That too. (laughs) So yeah. There's anything else you guys have planned before you get back together? I mean, I have a little thing, but I don't know if it's going to work. Is it possible to pass by the mask salesperson? You know what? I'm just going to have you. We're going to do this as a luck thing. Roll me a percentile. You want 100. I think you probably do. 
Yeah, with my five out of a hundred and your 62, yes, you guys pass by uh, the marketplace and you do see the mess up. Which I think was a lady, but I can't remember. Yes, absolutely was a lady. Hello, do you remember me at all? She looks over at you, takes a moment. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Um, last time I was here, you did mention some work that you may have. I, I'm curious as to what that is. Um... This back into the vault, Jeremy. What? Um, <laughs> I said reach back into the vault, Jeremy. <laughs> Are you... I mean, I know that it's other okay. mask work. It's just... <laughs> yeah. I mean... Uh, I do have some... I do have a, a fair amount of... Uh, other masks that you were looking specifically for Elven or Hathel, correct? Uh, yes, and they're quite nice, and they suit me very well, thank you. Wonderful. I was... Uh, she didn't imply anything beyond regular mass, did she? It's possible that she did. It suddenly occurs to me. Uh, I thought she offered Tenari an underworld job, but... I could be misremembering that. Yeah, there was an implication of other work. Uh, I didn't get the gist of it, but Edwin understood that it's probably shady work. Yeah, so that person struck Edwin very strongly as being a changeling, potentially even affiliated with certain... Yes, 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 absolutely. Carrie, yeah. Um, And... I can't remember if mentioned it to Tanari or Edwin specifically, um, but did make reference to shady employment. (laughs) Right. Sorry, Edwin's Uh, notes from that time were mostly about Tanari and not about, oh yeah, shady part of the 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 random organization. I legit, um... Sorry for the curveball. That's quite okay. <laughs> Par for the course. Uh, uh, I mean, I actually have caught me at a moment where I don't have a, I don't have a lot of extra. Um, but. Let me talk with some people. I might have some possibility. Alex, incidentally, assuming this is about the masks, which seemed very personal previously, is is politely not listening somewhere in the market nearby. Okay. So it's not part of this. Yeah. Let me me ask some people uh, if if I have any extra, if, if I have any extra wares in stock. And 
if you if you're still interested, come by tomorrow. <clears throat> Maybe mayhap I will. Thank you. Wonder. Of course. And yeah. curiosity sated from how many episodes ago I returned to the <laughs> Okay. Never. Yeah, you guys all meet up again. Yep. You guys all meet up outside the inn. I very quickly and very quietly rush them out a bunch of I realize. <laughs> okay. So you guys race up, don't eat, like, yeah, not paying attention. Yeah, just. Out of curiosity, do I get a cut of the spoils? Yes, I divvied it up for Great. Her. I did nothing to earn this. I appreciate my paycheck. <laughs> and where where is this from, Seth? Uh, this would be from Lorena's. Excellent. Everyone gets a hundred. Everyone gets one thousand. Tanari just Tanari just piles it on the ground and just pees all over it. Whatever you want to do, with it, man. Uh, everyone gets everyone gets one thousand one hundred fifty gold and two hundred eighty three. Right. I hate numbers. Two hundred eighty three platinum. If you want to translate it into in, that is. Oh, okay. I see what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> Platinum's just ten to one, right? Gold. Yes. Okay. Oh, I can do the platinum separately. It's it's adding you the want... gold I already have and the gold. Wanting... Fair enough. You're wanting the gold value of the platinum. Kel is like one, two. <laughs> okay, so Kella has a decent intelligence modifier and is not. So does Caleb. That doesn't stop him. Okay, so <laughs> Kella is a noble. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who has had more than two hours of sleep in the last two days? That's fair. Aaron is a not. Not a noble with regular money yeah. counting. Neither do. of those things. <laughs> yeah, and, and has had about that much sleep. Fair enough. So yeah, you yeah, get the money divvied up. Divvied up. <laughs> it's like uh, Alex is much as I should have got two jars. Um, <laughs> in case you need saying? to possess two people at the same time somehow. Turns out when the spell ends, the thing's destroyed, so you have oh. to. Or in case you want to possess someone, but you still want your lemonade? <laughs> yes. Have your lemonade and eat your soul, too. What are you getting magic jars for, anyway? <laughs> oh, you never know when it might come in handy. For this I spell, have, magic I know jar. the spell. <laughs> okay, um... I know the spell. I'm not a it wizard. Might come That's up. not really that specific. Magic. I don't know. <laughs> it seemed like a useful thing to know how to do and be able to do. Kella is expressing that they are not familiar with this spell, so they don't know why you would need a magic oh, jar. Sorry, I, I, I thought you meant why are you make getting magic jars why the spell. <laughs> no. 
I lean over towards Kelly. I, I am like, not a wizard. That is not specific. Should have. Sorry, misunderstanding. Uh, it. I can put my soul in it. Okay. <laughs> that. Um. It, Again, I'm not a wizard. I'm more into the yeah. fear and terror side of things. Things, but what? I can put my soul in it, and then I can put my soul from it into somebody else, and put their soul in the jar, and then I what can kind of magic them. That you just opened up so many different kinky sex options <laughs> right there. Uh, Funny you should say that. They can see and hear in, when they're in the jar. Tanari, you can roll me an arcana roll if you want to know, or if you're just asking, then you're just asking. It is a six-level spell. So, that comes from the School of Necromancy. To be fair... A lot of things come from the School of Necromancy, including things that Arenali people use. But it is a necromantic spell, so your personal opinions apply. Um, I'm talking about juggling souls here. I think that's not even talking about personal opinions. Is there a role I should be making for knowing about? Uh, go ahead and go ahead and roll our candidate. For to see what your patron may think of this. All the proficiencies in the world, but not Arcana. Uh, ignore the plus sign. Yeah, so 16. I mean... So... Your patron recognizes the difference between necromancy and undeath. Right. Magic and death magic is part and parcel of what she does. Mm-hmm. It's just that there are certain aspects of necromancy that are anathema to. Those are I mean, the this- ones that involve the interruption of the natural cycle of, yeah. So, like- no, what I'm. I think that was in my general briefing. My question is whether or not trapping someone's soul counts as interrupting the cycle or not. Yeah, no. Okay, I cool. Mean, I, like, oh, yeah. There's a whole thing where, like, if if my body dies, I die, or like, if the creature's that's, body that's dies, that, so. yeah, that's it's uh, that's accurate. Like, it's not interrupting because the body is still alive, and if if if. <clears throat> It's musical chair souls. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's not actually taking somebody outside of that cycle of life and death. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What, but how's Tanari looking, having, having figured this out? Do you know where the energy that you draw from to cast this spell comes from? Uh, kind of just... God, do I? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's just sort of magic in the world. And I figure out how to make it... make it do things for me. It's not coming from anywhere in particular? You're a wizard, right? 
Yeah. It's, I mean, doesn't it from, come from books and understanding and? I, I mean, if at any point I'm literally saying something that is not true, Jeremy, I will. I will me, jump but, in. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that is my understanding is this sort of just energy around and through careful study you can learn to manipulate that into a form that you like whether that's to create a thing or change a thing or use that energy to do a thing and in this case it's the doing a thing is swapping souls from place to place which is I understand a bit weird but my most of my spells I've sort of picked up just purely as a matter of curiosity because I felt like it was an interesting topic but in this particular case, is it Irenian or Mabarian? Yo, roll me an arcana roll, actually. Thank you. <laughs> You're getting into areas that I don't actually yeah. know as a player. <laughs> Apparently, of Alex knows you precisely, roll though. Roll 20. Um, You're talking neither. magical theory. This is literally her, like, thing, right? Yeah, neither in this case. Magic jar, and there are certain there are certain things that are necromantic. Uh, uh, magic jar, uh, eye bite, um, huh? Raised dead. dead resurrection. Uh, well, those even those are, eh, but 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 mostly those are fine. Um, speak with dead, uh, things like that. That. They don't pull specifically from negative energy or positive energy. They are just they're they're functionally the same thing as uh, c- casting a lightning bolt. Does lightning bolt does lightning bolt pull from from the the eternal sky? No. It yes, it harnesses energy like that, but that doesn't it, it doesn't pull energy from either of those places. Whereas something like Blight, yes, you are pulling energy out of Mabar and you are investing it in someone. Necrotic necrotic damage stuff does that. While, um, right. while Magic this, Card doesn't do that. While this conversation is going on, I'm thinking about my own abilities and wondering where the energy for Dance Macabre comes from. That is a wonderful question. You can roll me an arcana roll. Wait, I get to use my intuition. Yes, you do. The, That's a nice if thing. we're talking about this, where does specifically Finger of Death for me being a specific thing I cra- cast via Raven Queen come from? Uh, Mabar. Okay. It's well, well, actually, no, no, that it's ne- it's, not it, a... it's necrotic energy, but it yeah. comes. You're basically opening up yeah. a. You're pulling it from Delur, the land of the dead, mm-hmm. which yeah. is slightly different from Mabar. That that was what's confusing because it's it's you can cast this, but it's not a spell. It's a class yeah. feature. It's it's a little bit different because so cosmology mm-hmm. lesson, boys and girls, another um divinely sa- uh, uh, yeah. sanctioned necromancy. Yeah, magic. like there is. Necrotic energy can be pulled from from either Delur or from Mabar. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
with a, with with a patron like the Raven Queen, yeah, the Raven Queen doesn't like undead. The Raven Queen has absolutely no problem with things that do necrotic damage. But think, yeah. I I find it as a player really amusing that Finger of Death brings up a zombie that's basically that like, is oh, the weird part. This. But the, I think the key with Finger of Death is that I can pop this. Button. Actually, no, I have no real justification for it. It's I, weird. I'm curious about mine because my mark is innately tied to the. Yeah. No. Uh, is specifically just, tied to Dilerma Bard. Just think of it as the divine equivalent of how cops are allowed to speed. <laughs> the Raven Queen's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. You're doing it on my behalf. So, so, yeah, <laughs> the, the thing, I trust the, you. The zombie thing is weird to me, but okay, so... I got a 19. I, yeah, um... I mean, you are creating undead. You yeah. are, and... Undead are very specifically the domain of Mabar. Cool. Mm -hmm. You don't pull undead from Dillard. Dillard is where souls go after they die and are eventually stripped into nothingness of all their memory. So, yeah. There are, uh, if you, if one is to travel to Dillard, theoretically you would encounter undead. But those are native to that plane. That's not like zombies and skeletons. Okay, so I will try to explain this to scenarios. Like, okay, I, I don't think it's either. I, we're not. I'm not really doing anything with either of the sort of positive or negative energy. It's just sort of everything's happening on this plane, and it's just sort of a lot of shuffling around of souls. It's. I mean. Technically, I guess necromancy, but that's only because it deals with souls and moving them and moving them out of the bodies. And then kind of you end up with like, my body will end up just unconscious there and with no soul in it, which is kind of weird, I guess. But it's like now the jar does have a soul. So I guess it's kind of me. It's a, it's hard to. It's, it's like not, the shell game, really. Yeah. But with <laughs> souls. <laughs> Thank you, Cosmic Voice of the Universe. That makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> nobody's dying. Nobody's undying. Nobody's moving from or to the dead, er, the plane of the dead or anything like that. It's, I don't, yeah, it's, I, it doesn't really take from either of those places. Find the soul. Find the soul. Keep your eye on the body. Which body it's has somewhere within a hundred yards of. Of the container, or I'm in big trouble. So, not that this isn't fascinating conversation, but we do have information to share as well as gold and magic jars. Right. Yes. Uh, so we met. We talked to. We talked to Morinth, and therein we've got ten people to assist us with our mission mm -hmm. guys uh we got a reply from Branma good uh they say uh, she said uh Eric's is hiring the Iron Gate who I assume I'm going to assume are some faction of you guys can roll me yeah you guys can roll me 
uh, history rolls. All right, cool. Cool. Do I get any benefit from my background? Cool. Nineteen. Uh, in it's this case, not... I'm going to say. I am going to say in this case, mm, probably not. Okay. Not knowing what they are, if they're a government yeah. group or anything. Um. Cool. Uh, so okay, Alex. Alex will say, "I who I assume from context are a faction of Kundrak, but I have not heard of them." Seth and Kella. Mm-hmm. Kella, the best you know is basically what Alex just said. Some faction within, uh, within within House Kundrak somewhere. You don't know a lot about them. Um, mostly because you never have to go finding members of of House Kundrak. They're usually guarding something. Or or in Rohol. Um Yeah. They Kundrak doesn't necessarily lose people. No, not really. Yeah. Um Seth you are a little bit because these are the kinds of people that you knew that that you grew up knew, knowing to avoid. Yeah. Um, as somebody who breaks into places. Yeah. The Iron Gate is a division within the Warding Guild of House Kundrak. House Kundrak has two guilds, like most of like most of the houses, the Banking Guild and the Warding Guild. Guess what they do? Um, the Warding Guild has a specific faction within it, a, a division within it, a couple different, but the Iron Gate, the one that's relevant, they provide guard services specifically for guarding particular objects or particular places of importance. Gee, makes sense that they might be hired for something like this. They are... um, Imagine them like an Eberron... uh, um, Like... Yeah, I don't have a good good analogy, but essentially they their specialty is um they do do a little bit of bodyguarding. They're sort of secret service esque, I guess. Like you don't see them a lot. Uh particularly outside of their duties. But generally they're more positioned around like I have this artifact that I found while adventuring. Kundrak, I need you to I need to hire you guys to guard this or guard, you know, while while I'm traveling from X place to Y. Oh sure, we'll do that. Or a particular archaeological site or things like that. Those are the things that you typically see them hired out. Okay. They're know- very good at what they do. Do I know anything about their biology or numbers? Mm. Like, these are the people that put it on a Brinks truck and drive it around, or these are 
Uh, they specialize in reinf- they're called the Iron Gate because they reinforce the building that whatever their thing is in is in. Generally, they act more like actual manpower, very skilled manpower. Um, there, there will usually be if they are guarding places, like might be the case here. Um. There will usually be, they will usually be used in concert with some kind of protective magic alarms and that sort of thing. Um, different abjurational type stuff. I will really um, then. And they are, yeah, you will find them in, they're, they're probably not gonna be, You're not going to walk up to the place and see two dwarves sitting outside. Yeah. They're very good at doing it, but not in the obvious. I sneak up behind the guard and then I hit him over the head and he goes I, unconscious. And I, then I, yeah, I will reiterate, I will reiterate that information and with the, with the addendum of, yeah, if they're there, then it's unlikely we're going to have very much way of success. Sneaking in. Yeah. Okay. So it's gonna be tricky. Yeah. Marix is hiring the Iron Gate. Donna Durbanek and Kellogg may be there. Uh we may be able to trust Donna. Which is interesting because it seems to be suggesting that that's that's somebody we may be able to Turn to yeah, our roll me in. Members of the original group can roll me intelligence saves. So, me and Alex. <laughs> yes. So, Seth, those names sound vaguely familiar to you. <laughs> Alex, now that you're thinking about it, those names are specifically familiar to you from the book. I will go check the book, which I happen to have. So the book described Darna Durbanic as the daughter of the chieftain of, of House Durbanic. Kellark is not mentioned. Kundrak agents report back to Donna about her. Got too close. Something. Okay. Interesting. So we have another lead for somebody who we may, who may be able to help us. Yeah. In fact, maybe able to help us even more, given that they are possibly even involved in the guarding. We may have an in. Which would so, be this Donna person. All right. Do you... I do I, I recognize Durbanic as a roll me go ahead and roll me a history roll for cool. Can I get a link to the journal again because it doesn't seem to be uh, in yeah. a handout that it I is in to. it is in the <laughs> handout section under information. Okay, I got a link in it. it isn't for me. I have. I have Branma's Dream, Creation Forge, Information Reflections, and Symbol slash book Kira's page. Dream. I don't have book page. Weird. It is, I am not able to see it. 
Oh, right. weird. 23 okay. to recognize the name Durbanic as There you go. Muted. Do you see it now? Yeah, I see it now. Yep. Cool. Um, nice. So 23. Um, how Durbanic is one of the clans of House Kundarak. Mm-hmm. Think of them like family lines within yeah. like Kenneth or, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Durbanic is all of uh, basically the, the patriarchs of each, each clan within the house represent some level of, 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 of power. Obviously, Kundarak specific, Kundarak's head is the head. Yeah, but you know that Kellark Durbanic mm-hmm. is the head of uh, of Clan Durbanic. Um, he is fairly powerful within the house and has a lot of influence mm-hmm. within the Warding Guild. Okay. Um, you recognize the name Darna as his daughter. Mm-hmm. Who is also fairly yeah. influential. Well, um, Kellogg Devanik, I know some of. He's, well, he's a clan head, but he's also an influential member of the Warding Guild. If he's involved, unsurprisingly, this goes very, fairly far up the chain. He's not like, house leader, but he's up there. Um, His daughter is also fairly influential, as I understand it. Apparently, uh, our friend was her bodyguard. So. Hmm. That would be our connection if we want to try to pursue that. Not having Bronwyn with us might make that a bit trickier, but... Well, Bronwyn's message was that we may be able to trust her. Yeah. So it seems like it might be worth... Mm. It might be worth pursuing, at least. Maybe there's some weakness. Like, our our main... Like, the main sort of problem with this whole thing is getting past Kundarak, right? Or whatever defenses they mm. have. And I having think... some possible in might be helpful. Well, there's a lot of problems with this whole thing. One of them is getting past Kundrak efficiently and without getting everyone in a 10-mile radius that monitors the general area curious. Um... As I understand it, the other thing we're hoping to do is do that quickly or subtly, but probably quickly enough that if Merricks is Merricks is the one who's the, yes. yes, if Merricks is there, we manage to catch him there, and he doesn't just leave by one of the many means I imagine are available to a high level Kenneth. Well, it's wizard or whatever he the, may be. He probably has access the, to a fair bit. Of. The more methods there are for him to leave by, the more methods there are for the 
did. So mm-hmm. I'm not too terribly concerned with him having 50,000 different out. No, not at all. My thought is if we're fighting at the gates for a few hours, he has time to, if not leave, prepare politically, personally, however is convenient for him. Yeah, no. I don't want to be able to punch through. Yes, Alex? Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Sorry, question for a, a sort of context. Do we, would we from, would I know from context what Merrick's is class-wise talking mm-hmm. slightly meta here? Like, oh. is he an artificer or is he more of a is he is he more in the management side or is he actually an artificer who like works on stuff and No, he is an artificer. Okay. And therefore a wizard and therefore magic. could do things like teleport. For Conceivably, example. yes. Okay. Like uh, obviously we don't know a specific spell uh you know uh spell set or whatever, but that's Yeah. Yep. He has magical me- he will have magical means to leave. Okay. At worst, he casts fly and tries to go for a window. <laughs> get him, get him, get him. Um, but but this being me, he rolls a natural one and goes for the window and smacks his head directly underneath the window sill. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's, it's just very, very clear and he just smacks right into it like a bird. Or smacks above, and then the rest of his body just swings away like a goddamn fulcrum. Uh, no, uh, he so runs straight into it, and he just I gets slide down. That's actually a question. Uh, Alex, maybe a long shot, an incredibly long shot that is an impossibility, <laughs> but is there any way you could make... Uh, some sort of device that stops magic around it that we can just strap to his face? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is not like within my... Some bag sort of, of, like an, a feed bag of, of anti-magic? Some sort of I mean, spell sink or something? Short answer is no. I don't have any sort of... I don't have... That is not quite in my skill set for artificing. But if you can, uh, all spells do require, almost all spells do require usually speaking and making hand gestures. So, you know, restraining them and silencing them will usually prevent them from casting spells. I do have a way to mitigate powerful spellcasters. Unfortunately, those who are sharp of mind tend to be less vulnerable. So if we can find a way to render him vulnerable, I can probably stop him from casting spells. That or we can bank on the almighty voice in the sky rolling badly. I, mean, I can. I mean, <laughs> I can wrap him up with the. I can. I can like wrap him up, tie him up if I need to. But it'd be really nice I, if we had like yeah. a thing. 
feeble mind's really fucking great, but it requires an intelligent save, so it's a lot better against sorcerers and wizards. I like I, the, I like the fact that you have found a narrative way to explain my shit rolling. <laughs> Look, I mean, you contribute to these conversations, so the player has taken to commenting, thank you, voice in the sky, yeah, and, and yeah. moving on as though the thing was heard. For, voice in the sky, I can... A person can choose to fail a save, usually, right? Yes. Most people okay. will not choose to fail Feeble no. Mind. No, no, no. If 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 the, if Feeble Mind happened to be targeting Merrick's body with my soul in it, it's still your mind, <laughs> right? But I choose. To... It's still your mind, so, not Merrick. Wait. So if I if I left his body up, I could dummy you while you're possessing him. But you'd be. But that, uh, what Jeremy, I think, is saying is that after I lift his body, my it feeble would mind would go mind. back to Alex's body, yeah. and then he would get back yeah. his regular mind. Correct. Which, so that wouldn't work. Okay. Um, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So no, when Emma Frost possesses other people, and people <laughs> fuck with her mind into someone else's body, when it goes back to her body, it's still affecting her. I okay. was going to go with Danny Phantom, but Emma Frost also works. I mean, done if, once more. again, if I were to possess him, I could always just like be like, if I were to possess him, I could always just be like, handcuff me and gag me, and then I will leave. I mean, that's also but, enough. Um, yeah. That but would even probably then, be more efficient if we the get... Possessing, yeah. The possessing does require him to fail a charisma saving throw, though, and I imagine... Even if that's not quite Look, as bad for runs wizards. a house. He's yeah, exactly. my, he, he is at the very least high level and a politician. Okay. So possessing him and and then all of a sudden having him ask you guys to hang might give Morinth the wrong idea. Though. Also, I need to be. I mean, if actually, it works, spell, it works. It could technically be done in combat, but I'd have to cast the spell prior to combat because it takes a minute and somebody would have to take the jar in where I can see him and then I can do it. But that's so, risky as hell. So I'm, I'm, this is not realistic. To make him worse at saving throws than possessing him. Uh, not no. without him already having to make saving throws to get to that point. So. I think Kira has I could be wrong. No, they don't. Hex does not work on saving throws. It works on ability checks. That's not no, what I'm not talking hex. about. Not uh, hex. Well, I don't know. In that case, I don't know. Kira may have yeah. a thing. No. Okay. Well, that's that's one option. I can also like actually let me run. Sorry, keep talking. I need to figure out what saves all of my things have. So okay. All that aside, anyway, I... we have the pressing issue of finding the place first. Yeah, so we're Which still Aaron waiting on is Aaron. working on Aaron for the yeah, time frame So in the that? meantime, uh, sometime in the next week, I believe, is what he gave us. Lovely. Which is, or, <laughs> to, to be slightly meta about it, sometime after the rest of our party stops being quite so quiet. Few days, yes. <laughs> um, so in the meantime, we now have a lead on something we could possibly do, although we need to be careful not to, if the person isn't someone we can trust that we don't tip our hand and make things harder for ourselves, but 
So now definitely now seems like something finding, worth investigating. Yeah, so now finding Merrick's what information we can about Merrick's patterns, uh, and so finding out what information we can about Darna, uh, Darna, and if they're actually in the city or if they are staying at the facility they're guarding. Which would still but technically be in the city I mean, if it's if it's this particular in, one. In the city as in generally in the city, not specifically in one spot in the city. So <laughs> part of part of what I think might have got lost amongst all the other like discussing who all these people were is that the other person that Brandman said is probably there is the chieftain of that of one of the clans of Kundarak. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably can't and be trusted. And is Darna's and Darna's father. father. But, like, it seems like if you're hiring a group and you hire the chieftain of one of the clans, you're pretty serious about it. Yeah. So yeah. that's sounding like it's a big deal as well. Or more, further confirmation that this is a very big I mean, deal. We're, we already knew that. I, I know. I just thought I'd point out that this isn't just, like, not, not only is it the iron whatever. Okay, you, you've it's, said the same thing a few times. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We've got it. Right, so. No. Unfortunately, most of my spells that might incapacitate a spellcaster rely on intelligent saving throws. Actually, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let me put that in chat because. Mine require me to wrap a whip around his neck, so. I mean. That's definitely a thing. Well, it doesn't necessarily stop him from casting spells, but I also can... I'm a bounty hunter. I have the ability to restrain, trap, prevent from leaving via magical means. Which, I will. <laughs> I mean, it's ultimately up to Ram how we deal with him, right? Yeah, but yeah. preventing him from leaving does allow Ram to make that decision. So, yeah, worth, worthy goal. I mean, I am strongly disinclined, and will reiterate to him when he gets here. I think it's a very bad idea. But I could essentially lock the two of them in a fight arena. <laughs> I think. All of this discussion of preventing him from casting spells, I may have to 20 focus feet my, on his side! I, I may have to focus my efforts on loading new spells on possibly preventing spells from being cast. I will make a note yeah. to do so. That, that is a thing. Or if it's a box that's 10 feet on his side. But, yeah. Okay. But like in cage match, that's not. Uh, I don't know. I'm the one who feet, doesn't watch fighting. Ten feet on each side is more than enough room for two people. Yes, I, I understand how D and D size oh. spaces work. I mean, very small. It's a very small Which cage match. Which is a match. good thing when you have a barbarian versus a spellcaster. The good news is. In this particular type of cell match, 
You don't lose if you spear them outside the cage. <laughs> and, and there's no dogs on the outside just doing things. I mean, not yet. <laughs> Fuck it. That you know of. Yeah. Does this um, does this force cage have a ref that'll just open the door for you if you want to leave? I'm the ref, and no. Yes. Yeah, Keller. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I can cast Mental Prison, Force Cage, and Feeble Mind, all of which restrain people, but two of which have intelligence saves. Right. Yeah. You can't save forever. Yeah, but also can't cast those spells forever. Uh, that, okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was thinking Enemies Abound might be a good idea, but again, intelligence save. We can... Once we have a better idea of the arena that we're going to be fighting in, we can probably come up with more specific techniques. Right. Once we have Ram yep. and Kira, then have to weigh in with their capabilities. So, next step is I will head off, try and get that information, and then hopefully with the entire team, and once Aaron gets that information back. Yep. So yeah, it's getting towards. It is late at this point. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be? Who would be the best person to follow up on this lead of with Derna, trying to make an inroad there? Probably. Would that also be Keller? Probably Keller too. I am here to negotiate with and talk to people. Yep. I would suggest maybe also someone that knew this Branny. Ranma, yeah. Ranma. Ranma. Either yes. myself or Alex as well, but. Yep. Cool. Okay. I guess we have a, a, a plan for tomorrow. Yep. Keller, Keller's going to be busy. Alright, well. So, yeah. I'll go back to my inn. Bye. I leave. Cool. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception roll. Eight. Five. Okay. You make your way back to the inn. You get yourself down and go to sleep. And that is where we will go ahead and end it for this week. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Hi. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs>